Sharpen your pencils. Adjust your glasses. Fill those pocket protectors. Because you've never heard nerds like this. Matt and Chris engage in rampant speculation. What's up, Chris? What's up, Matt? Good evening, Jesse. Hello. He's our special guest. Again. Hello. From I think, uh, I think we should call Jesse a 50 percenter. A 50 percenter? Hello. He's on 50 per, percent <laughs> of the podcast? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have been. I thought this was like you guys' thing. But Chris didn't show up that one time. The one time that wasn't a scheduled episode recording. That ended up being the greatest episode of all time. Uh, I think it was the greatest of the greatest of the it, greatest. It was definitely the greatest episode of all time. Of that limited run of one episode. Yes. <laughs> sometimes the limited editions are the best edition. <laughs> yeah, sometimes. What are we talking about today? Um, well, something I've been thinking about when I was in Mexico. Um, trying. Oh, to... yes. Matt <laughs> just went to Mexico, by the way, everybody. Yes. He went to Cabo <laughs> St. Lucas or something. Cabo like San Lucas. Si, Cabo, Cabo San Lucas. He doesn't even know what part of Mexico it was in. I asked him and he didn't know. It was in Mexico. It was in... It what was... do you mean? There's different parts of Mexico? You mean like north, south, east, <laughs> oh, or west? Fuck. The Royals lost again. God damn the Royals. How did you just see that? Like, just, I didn't see anything. It just popped up and just told me. Oh. The, the Royals lost. <laughs> so, so, they're three and, so they're five and it 16 must, now. Or I know. It's it must gonna be, suck to care about that kind of stuff. It's going to be a bad year. But no, uh, <laughs> yeah, such so so trivial things like sports ball. No, oh god, <laughs> no, I mean the Royals. Well, uh, Zach uses that all the time. Does he really? Zach hates sports. Right? Oh, fuck. I used to be like that. How do you hate sports? Easy. It's pointless. Well, I mean, it just depends. <laughs> I mean, I kind of the older I get, the less I like sports. So, like, if you were growing up and you weren't good at sports, and they're kind of meaningless, and our society does place in too much importance on sports. And you get picked on by the people who are good at sports. You don't see how you could hate someone could hate sports. No, no. I just get, <laughs> I just get tired of all the there's yeah there's so many asshole fans. Yeah, um, that's the, true. the animosity is too much it's, sometimes. It's fucking dumb, dude. Like it's just you, sports. You have nothing to do with you have nothing to do with your your team's success. Right. Okay. You personally have nothing to do with it. Yeah. Could, so it's like this whole us versus them mentality. People are like your fucking team sucks. Right. No, your team sucks. Well, I think it gives people something well, that, to cheer about. Look at the Romans. That's the Romans actually the, same thing. the thing well, I like about it. But it's because it allows me to kind of like engage in that you know primal instinct of us versus them tribalism without it mattering. But. But I know what you're talking about, and those people are over the top. I agree. Well, no, I think that. The, but but Matt just made a good point. He's like, "Oh, the Romans did it." Yeah, yeah exactly. They did because part of well, yeah, but part of this whole idea is okay. Let's kind of keep the populace happy enough and worried about dumb shit like sports. Even though I love sports, yeah. Let's keep them worried about this stuff and not worried about actual shit. So you get people that are over concerned about their sports teams, right? But not over concerned about their health care. Or the climate, or things like you know, social things security that matter, right? Right. Welfare. So they're like, you know, the government will be robbing your social security money, and you're like, oh my fucking team lost, dude. And then people will go around, they'll have like, well, oh, I have a bad week because my team got my team. Oh, I lost. hate that shit. I mean, no, I I may be pissed off for like ten minutes, I'm like, oh fuck, god damn it, KU, you should have won that game. Um, right. But but that's ten minutes, and I go on with my life. What pisses me off is. 
you talk to people and the, all they want to talk about is sports. I can't stand that. I can't, if I can't have a meaningful fucking conversation, it kind of irritates me because there's more to life than just sports. And like, oh, I don't want to learn about, I don't want to talk about politics. I don't want to talk about this. Well, well, if you don't want to socialize or mingle with other people, I think that's an issue to me because so many people today don't want to talk about meaningful things like they want to know more about who what a football player's name is than what their senator's name is or what's actually going on in the world today what's going to affect your outcome of your stock in the next 30 years what's gonna and what's the imports gonna do to our stock market what are the what are the policies and procedures of this white house going to affect anything i mean it's just not this white house or the white house in that in your near future there's things that you have to know for our society to succeed and it scares the shit out of me that future generations while yes they're more sociable as far as social platforms go are they really as engaged and policy wise that's kind of what scares me about that what do you guys think no i think we've gotten less and i mean i guess it's just an assumption i think we've gotten less and less involved in politics over time and i'm talking about like from the beginning of the you know the united states of america to now um, of course, there were also a lot less people back then, so I'm sure a higher percentage of people did know what was going on. Plus, you had to actively partake in it, right? Well, and there was a lot less, a lower percentage of people who were allowed to participate. Um, True. Like, you know, you had to be a landowner initially, the very initial iteration. Um, that was a requirement to be a, a voting citizen. You had to be a male landowner. Um and white so uh, well i don't know that white was a federal requirement but it was a requirement on all the states for the most part um so yeah you just had this really small class and it's a lot easier for that small group of people to be really hyper informed when making decisions when you start opening it up to the masses which has been the general trend of our democracy then you're going to get more and more people who can vote who are going to be underinformed? Do you see what women have done to our country, Jesse? <laughs> well, before before we get to that, that's a joke. Before we get to that, in uh, in the podcast, um, like forever. Uh, no, the, the you know it's fine because you need to have that balance, right? You need to have the balance of okay, I love, I, I enjoy watching these sports or you know participating in these sports or doing whatever, whatever you like to do, and paying attention to like what the real world politics and things like that. There is a balance. I just think that in America, and probably in, in a lot of the world, because I guarantee you the UK is like this with soccer or football, you know. Oh, yeah. I guarantee time. it's the same way. Big time. Um, yeah, even where, in Mexico. Cricket. Yeah. We, we have people, you know, they, they, I think we, um, I think the amount of time we put into it is just off. Like the balance is off right now. And we need to have a better balance where people pay more attention to what's going on. Because I think most people don't care. Well, it's, it's kind of funny because if you rewind the clock, not to cut you off, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Got, no, go ahead. Uh, Teddy Roosevelt's era, um, like the late 1800s, there was this real concern that men were becoming too weak. They were just getting, you know, worried about learning and studies and that kind of stuff. So that's kind of the origins of the physical education system in our country was this also the origins of like football and um and it it grew into this sports and athletic culture that we have now today where we place a super high um importance on it which 
back then we actually didn't. Anyway, but it's just kind of crazy how it's flipped in only like a hundred and so years. Man, the that was the that was the becoming of the beta male. I was gonna say, well, I know I saw you. Joke, I saw us make con- eye the contact. joke. Like I was trying to keep it to myself. No, but, the, but the joke in part of that was when he was like, you know, men were getting too weak, and I was gonna say, and then Chris was born, <laughs> you know. But <laughs> I was like, no, okay. And and then it, once he finished his point, it didn't make as much sense anyway. But but still, like it I'm never not, would have made sense. No, it definitely. would I was talking about Teddy Roosevelt. Are well, you saying you, I'm old? Was that your no, joke? Yeah, no, the see, joke it was never would have made sense. Chris, Jesse, and I always make sense. That's the problem. You know what I mean? No, I don't know actually. I know mean. what you mean, Matt. <laughs> well, that, that was a dumb, lame, pathetic, sad attempt at a joke. It is not a joke. That what? was that was a reconnection. That was walking softly but carrying a big stick. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. Um, <laughs> we got lost there somewhere. Yeah, we got lost in the disconnections. We but, got disconnected somehow. <laughs> um, the conversation did. But he was wanting to talk about Teddy Roosevelt. Because Chris brought him up in the first place, which I don't, I don't agree with. Yeah, I mean, Teddy Rose, Roosevelt was better than FDR, so Way he's better. the best Roosevelt. <laughs> Wouldn't you agree? Um, I mean, are you going to side with the guy that threw uh, hundreds of thousands of Asians in uh, in internment camps? Are you going to side or, with the guy who lo- launched America into a war yes. with a foreign country? Or are yes. you going to side with the guy who and, created a central banking a, system and took us off of the gold standard? Including a drawn-out, decades-long occupation of another land that didn't want us there and eventually we had to run away with our tails. Chris, you need to talk to louder to the mic. Yeah, which, for one, you need to talk louder. Two, you don't which, even know which what specific one are you talking about? Yeah, here? I'm talking about the Philippines. Okay, the oh, Philippines. God. Well, you know what I'm talking about. No. Whoa, Chris, now you're redlining. <laughs> yeah. You need to calm back down. Hey. <laughs> so, obviously, you're really serious about the Philippines. They're bad. They, that the was Phil- bad. The Philippines are bad? <laughs> no, we, no, that, that's a bad... We need this clip. It's a like, bad moment first, in our history. I, where you're the, obviously not very familiar where with the it, Philippines, okay, Jesse. The well, Philippines I, were... Yeah. The yeah, that's fine. Yeah, motherfucker. Just hey, like the, you're not familiar with Ronald Reagan. I'm perfectly familiar. Listen, yeah, listen. I'm glad you know shit a lot about a lot of shit from 100 years ago. We did a lot in the Philippines. You know what? And I get that there might have been minor cannibalism and some shit going on over there. But still... Um, <laughs> if those, we, if those we didn't, we had to, We had to go to the Philippines. You couldn't get around it. Yeah, it makes sense, Chris. Had to stop those WMDs. Um, no, but <laughs> are you really comparing? You're not comparing. <laughs> this us is ridiculous. Going First of all, though, to putting Asians, but, American Asians, in internment camps. Yeah, but hold on, one second. I got to point this out. The intel that we have now versus then, and when we got to the Philippines. First of all, all all of them they all look alike. Just got to throw that out there. <laughs> Just joking. Right. Um, but no, but the Podcast seriously. Podcast over. No, <laughs> yeah. no, but then but we could just delete this no. and, and move on with our lives. But the but the Japanese, like how they ran their army and their navy, the navy and army hated each other. Oh. And so when when the navy stranded a bunch of Japanese fighters there, you know, there there's an issue. Wait, what? You're talking about World War Two, right? No, no he's talking, talking about the Spanish American War. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Yes. He's talking about the Spanish American War. I thought we jumped to World War II. No. About going to the Philippines in World yeah. War II. No, he's no, still we were ta- there much he, longer before that. He's still talking about Teddy Roosevelt, not okay. FDR. Sorry, sorry. Well, okay. This isn't a history podcast. We don't have to get bogged down. No, no, tell us, Chris. Matt was going to say something at the very beginning and we cut him off with talk of his vacation. 
Well, I just went to Mexico. It was great. <laughs> nice story, Matt. Uh, I got some sun. No. I no, got no, no, to no. enjoy the No, no, no. I'm, you were going to say something else. And then I said, and you said, well, I just got back from vacation. And I was thinking about, and then it's like, oh, yeah, Matt went on vacation. And then we got. Oh, yeah. No, I, I get what you're saying. But I was going somewhere with my, enjoying my culture right. down there. And <laughs> I was on the way back from seeing camels. In Mexico, which was really interesting. Not Everybody to goes to Mexico to ride ride camels. Yes, <laughs> and it's actually a lot of fun. And we actually did um, biking over there. We did mountain biking. Um, but on the way back, we started getting into a conversation. And I'm sitting on the bus, and these people are looking at me in an intense conversation with you guys. And Monica's like, "Who are you talking to?" Because I'm sitting there like jamming out my phone as far as I can. Because this is when we were talking about taxes and Chris's tax plan. Oh uh, yeah. And so I'm sitting here like talking to. Oh, talk. when you when you when I was Chris? ruining your vacation. Yeah, I'm like, man, Chris, like, he's ruining my vibe over here. I just got done drinking some tequila, riding camels, get done with the donkey show, kissing camels, and all of a sudden, Chris is like, he's like, let me know what you guys think about my tax plan. He's like, okay, I can get behind these first two brackets. He's like, simple, the rich fifty percent. The simple nine nine Skywalker. Plan. So this is this is how I felt like Chris is like <laughs> Chris is famous twenty five fifty a hundred percent. I know. <laughs> well, it, it, here's what here's what cracks me up about it. I'm like Chris is like Palpatine, like in a way. He's like he's like young young young. Then we're gonna take them all, young Skywalker. I'm like I'm like whatever, dude. Like fifty percent. But then Chris got mad at me because I knew there were arbitrary things to begin with. But I'm still like. Fuck, man, he automatically jumped to 50% to the rich. It's like, well, they have enough money, so what's 50%? You know, they're not going to miss that extra 25% we tax them on. Right. Yeah, I mean, it was totally not the point I was trying to make. I I get that, but here's a problem, Chris. Here's a problem. Right now, the rich don't pay a lot of taxes anyhow because most of them make their money through capital gains taxes, so they're actually paying less than we really are. For example, um, Hugh Hefner only claimed like $1.2 million in actual income tax. And he actually is worth that's, way more than that because he's, he's dead, Matt. Well, well, but now nah, rest his soul. But what I'm saying, when he was when he was alive, he wasn't. <laughs> he did die. Didn't I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, he did die. Sure. But, what I'm, but what I'm saying is the reason I point that out is because everybody knew everybody knows who Hugh Hefner is and knows that he's worth way more than 1.2 million dollars in income. It's just that he was uh, he was actually. That's the way they do their income is different. They don't have to claim all that yeah, federal cause, income because whatever the in. What is the cap? It's it, with fifteen percent or whatever. It, yeah, they could. He could have real estate investments. He could have. Well, um, Mitt Romney. Remember when? Being capital what was it that and all that one stuff. Year, it was like twelve to fifteen percent that he'd paid. In, yeah, I know he was they, retired. Yeah, Obama. But it was because of capital gains tax. Yeah, Obama definitely brought that out, which was crazy. What did I say the wrong thing, Chris? Why'd you look at me? I well, well looked like you were trying to, like you thought you were antagonizing me, but I. Actually, it kind of spaced out, so I don't know what you said. You're talking too low for one. We were talking and about Obama. Two, going after I'm Big talking Bird. perfectly fine. I was talking about Mitt Romney. No, the computer says you're not talking fine. And two, I was talking about Mitt Romney. So how would I be trolling you with Mitt Romney? I'm. You could somehow. You're a creative guy. <laughs> so your first thought is always, "Oh, Jesse's no, no, trolling was, me." No, I didn't. Like I just said, I didn't hear what you said. I had spaced out, so I didn't even know any of the words you said. I didn't even know you said Mitt Romney. But you looked at, you gave me a look. It was almost like you thought I was going to jump in and bite your head off. Mitt Romney should have won. He should have beat Barack Obama. See, now you're trolling me. <laughs> <laughs> That's trolling. But no, I saw that we were talking about Chris's tax plan. And it, 
we were on the bus and I'm just sitting there hammering away. We're going back and forth on it. And I think we agree on some of the things, but I think that too is that we have this whole fascination with taxing people that have more value than we do. Like it's going to in turn make them better. But if they're not paying capital gains tax, they're going to be paying a shitload of money into the system. And then I don't know how we get to there. I get Chris wants to make a a, a bracket. Should we let Chris play, lay out his plan? Yeah, I mean we can we can let Chris set up your brackets, Chris. Well, okay. Here's my what I was trying to do, and this is what I was soliciting feedback on. Is okay. That uh, was nice, Chris. Um, <laughs> Matt, back to you. No, go ahead. So I, Jesse, what I was talking about was. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's a couple of. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's it's funny. Ha ha. I'm, it's, I'm so, so, <laughs> At your expense, do you so get humorous. it? Oh, do you get it? Ha 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 No, don't laugh like that, please. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, like okay. So a lot of problems that people have with our current tax code is about fairness on in both ways. Like, so you have people who think the rich should pay more. They're saying it's not fair because, um, since they have more expendable income. That's the kind of income that should be taxed versus a poor person has less expendable income, as in they have less leeway, so we should tax them less because they need more of it to survive, right? So that's so there, there's one aspect of fairness that people, some people criticize our system for. And then the other aspect of fairness is why should you penalize someone for being rich, uh, being rich right? And, you know, like you have a separate rules for these people just because they're rich so i was trying to come up with some sort of a hybrid system that addressed those critiques both of them and my idea was that and it it works kind of similar actually to social security is that you um because social security it's all i don't remember what the exact number is but only like you only pay social security on like the first x amount of dollars that you earn a year um let's say it's a million i don't know what it is but your first million dollars you pay social security taxes on after that you don't pay any social security taxes on it so i I was thinking we could do something similar to that instead of having like negative tax brackets something like um the everyone nobody has to pay any taxes on the first thirty thousand dollars they earn and then Every dollar over that thirty thousand, between like thirty thousand and let's say a hundred thousand, you would pay like ten um, percent taxes. Um, I, I, these are different than the numbers that I gave before. Um, these are Trump's numbers. I just want those out here. I don't. I don't think that's correct anymore because I think there's fewer brackets than that. I thought that was. I thought it trimmed down from seven, I, uh, seven to five. No, these are the two thousand eighteen brackets. Um, but but whatever the brackets are, money. the point being is that the first thirty thousand you don't pay any taxes on, and this would also help um, with the problem of like current and the, under the current system, if you move from a lower tax bracket to a higher pr- tax bracket the next year, if you just barely earn more money than you did the year before, then you will end up paying so much more in taxes that you will have made. You will take home less money, even though you got a raise from year to year. Um, so this would eliminate that because you're you're not paying taxes on the first thirty thousand. Still, that first thirty thousand is still tax free. You're only paying taxes on the next 
um, level of income. So you'll never make less after getting a raise. Here, I, I have a question. Unless, Unless you get a raise of like $4 million. Are you still but you wouldn't, you wouldn't make less money the next year from when, the year you didn't make four million. Well, I mean, 30. you're paying more taxes, but you're not making less money. Maybe. No, it's maybe true. Why? Why are why are rate or uh, tax rates static? Like, why would they be? Like, let's say you have to spend more in a certain year. Instead of running up a huge debt, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you raise taxes more just that specific year? Because shouldn't oh, you be yeah. like, like almost balancing your budget yearly? Of hey, you know, and and people are voting like you know, and people put pressure on well, the reason their their, uh, their representatives, yeah. right? And then like, okay, should we go fight this war? Should we do these things because it's going to cost this much money? Yeah, okay, and, and that's I agree with that. I think- to me, to me, like, I'm, are you still laying out your tax plan? If no, you're still in out, because I'll wait. But but basically, you know, because maybe we're maybe we're at as low as we can possibly go right now. Maybe like in terms of the actual rates, maybe we have that as low as possible. Um, but if they keep, you know, if you keep spending money, or if we can't balance the budget with it, then we have to raise taxes. I'm not a proponent of raising taxes. Why not? Because I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not big on. I'm not. I'm the libertarian in me. Wants to keep taxes low, like I get it, you because know, I, I want I want people to keep their own money, um, and and be able to spend it, you know, give as little to the government because I don't, tr- for one, I don't trust the government with money. Well, they've it, never been good at spending money ever. I, obviously, look at the omnibus uh, spending bill they just passed. They're not very good at fucking. They can't balance a budget. Like we haven't had a president that was that was really good fiscally since Clinton. Well, I, well, I, well, I Obama was no. good fiscally. Oh, look, Chris is oh. But Obama cut the deficits in half. He cut them from a trillion to five hundred billion. <laughs> that's not what I was going to say at all. But that's true. No, I was going to say that your objection to raising taxes, based on the fact that the government didn't cut taxes and couldn't, therefore, as a result, couldn't pass a balanced budget. So that means they're bad with money. So therefore, you don't trust them with. High taxes. No, if you trusted them with the correct amount of money, then they wouldn't have been doing deficits. Is that is that really your position? Do you believe? No, no, I'm saying your logic there is circular. I don't think you don't believe that. You don't believe what you just said, right? I believe you're saying if we gave, I think we should give the the correct amount of money to the government to pay for (laughs) the programs that we want. Well, how do we figure out? For example, That's how do we know that we're giving the correct amount of money? For example, we're not we're not paying for co- some constituents um, campaign somewhere. I mean that that's the issue. That's well, campaign this finance. This is how we know. This is how we know. This is campaign finance laws need to be fixed first and foremost before we give any more money. This is how we know. We have a bunch of uh, bureaucracy which everyone hates <laughs> and laments. That we need keeps, more people. No, we we have a bunch of bureaucracy <laughs> that tracks all that stuff and. And makes it go through all these jumps and hoops. That's what ensures that the money's spent correctly. But the, it's why are you laughing? I'm it's sorry. True. This is no, guys. You know, if we just had more bureaucracy, they could figure out where to spend the money. That's not what I said at all. <laughs> Apparently, so, you weren't listening. To me. Okay, then say it again because I didn't hear it the first no, time. No, no. He said, "How do we know that the money the, isn't going, isn't being used improperly?" Why are you getting and so I said, mad? This is how we know. <laughs> It's called bureaucracy. We have a we have this all this bureaucracy that everyone hates 
It's there because it's designed to track all the money we're spending and make sure none of it's getting wasted because we're obsessed with waste. As a result, we're spending a lot of money making sure that we don't waste our money that we're spending. In fact, That's a dangerous we're probably thing spending progress. more money to make sure we don't waste money than we would have lost through waste. So here's my question. <laughs> it's true. So, but, so why, my, my problem with spending is the spending that we do on defense is insane. Even though we look at it, defense spending is, is technically probably, probably the most expensive thing that we spend on, which is good and bad. But a lot of the, if you look at a lot of the contractors that receive bids from us, it's, it's outrageous. So, when you set up a team to look at what we're spending on those bureaucracies that we're talking about here, are those going to look over those programs? Is filing, it's fine tuning, cutting some of the fat? Is that what you're talking about as far as spending goes, Chris? I think he means that we need more government to check the government that we have, so we can have more salaries on the pay on the on the books, and they can pay more attention to how much money we're going to spend in the future. Well, I mean, if you're looking at government contracts, I'm just being an asshole, but I can tell. I know. Well, we get. I get well, seriously, I want. I want to extrapolate this a little bit. Um, but I, but I, no. I, well, I want to rewind a little bit to Jesse's point I, about why do we have a static tax rate? I think that's a good point. I think. Well, part of it is that we do want to have some a baseline static tax rate because we want to, like, you have ongoing government functions that will be there no matter what. So that's outside of individual programs like Medicaid or something. You have, like, you need to have people who can run the the voting systems and people who can run the tax collection and people who can um, run the, the immigration, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Like, you need to have a certain number of... Yeah, there's a baseline. Uh, there's like, right. okay, so, this is like agreed upon... So, right. You so mean, that's uh, what you mean the difference between uh, what is it? Uh, is there quick question here? Is there any way you can go to find out what our baseline is? You're talking about the difference between discretionary spending do, and do they have that information available so we know like hey there's this I, baseline here? I don't they, know. That that would be interesting. Okay, we for in order for the government to function, you have to have X Y Z, and then anything on top of that is spending. And to me, that's where that's where I'm confused because I get that we have. Well, programs yeah. that we need but where, where can we adjust or decide to like for example if we want to vote for more spending on higher tax sales tax in our county we can vote at that at the polls you know what i mean to right. me is that's what i was curious about well there's yeah like i don't i think the problem is is it's not very it's not delineated that way so but yes there's like there's the what you might call i mean this isn't what this is an actual phrase that means something but for the purposes of this discussion, you could have what is called essential government services. And these would be things that if you stripped away every law out there currently right now, what the like constitution would require the government to, to do, and then what it costs to run that. Right. And you could call that your baseline essential government services. And then, um, and then everything after that would be a, a, a program that the American people want or don't want, but wanted at one point in time, and um, and then the the, the taxes should are should be raised. Jesse's proposing we should raise taxes individually for those 
individual outlays, which I kind of actually agree with. I, yeah. I agree with that too, because that just just like your county taxes, you you individually raise those, you vote on them every year. My other question is, a lot of these bills that we do have, those are those do have expiration dates on them, right? They're not just foreverly um, legislated, you know, for into into well, existence. Like a lot of those pork barrel spending that we got going on with a lot of the politicians that they'll get this favor for their county to help with their campaign, you know, and that we're spending money on stupid shit is are those the people read those bills to make sure that we're not just always paying for some stupid shit or do those have expiration dates on them that they just kick off and all of a sudden we're not just continually paying for stuff. It depends on the, the well, and, and I think even I think even like with uh with Trump's with the new uh, tax break, I, I believe the it's only for so long. The, yeah, well, the portion to the average man, the poor portion oh. to like poor people. Yeah, it's only for like ten years or something like that, and they'll have to re up it if they want. Twenty twenty five. But the yep. thing, the thing about it is, is, it might be so popular by then to not do that. Well, well I mean, it will look bad. So like, it, even though it's going to fuck you up in the future. You're gonna. They, they might still well, go along with did, it, which may be a bad idea because we're running. I mean, I think we're supposed to run like a one point. I can't remember what it is. It's like one point five trillion dollar debt or something this year, uh, or deficit this year. Um, that's a hell of a lot of money. Well, it's all those wars <laughs> in Syria. I mean, that's what's that's what's killing us. We're bombing Syria and we're taking trips to North Korea. I mean, that's well, expensive, Jesse. Yeah, I mean, that's not <laughs> that's not really the the more expensive part. But they did raise. They did significantly raise defense spending by like an additional fifty to fifty plus billion this year, which is ridiculous. Which, I mean, which that, I think is ridiculous. That, that's feeding. That's feeding contractors. That to me, a lot of those people. Well, I mean, Obama starved the military his entire time in office. Whatever. Yeah. I never he said that. Cut, by the way. cut them down to nothing, bare bones budget. Obama. They Obama. Were, they were eating their own. To survive, I get what Chris they is doing here. A, I get what Chris is doing here, but Obama <laughs> bombed so many people. He probably spent so much more money than Bush even did in the whole war of Iraq just by bombing innocent I, people. Well, that's not <laughs> true. That is probably true. Um, but I don't have all the statistics on me right now, so I can't argue all that. But quick, uh, quick question here. Um, so Jesse, what is your thought process on? Uh, on getting rid of having so we're talking about taxes and spending money would you like to see a standard you know since there's a two-party system each party can only spend x amount of dollars in the election they can't go over this amount and everyone's allotted a certain amount of tv time to where you kind of get a rein on campaign financing yeah i don't agree with campaign finance and i don't agree with the 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 problem i have is a lot of the supreme court supreme court justices i typically agree with they all disagree with me on campaign finance (laughs) Well, what do you think about this? That's kind of a problem. What do you think about the Michael Cohen stuff and where they're saying that like he could have violated campaign finance? Oh, I think that's just horse shit. I mean, I think that's like that's like the weakest thing. Well, well, maybe they did, and it's just a hey, maybe, maybe they did this because my you know Michael Cohen says he took out a loan on his house, right, and paid her the money, and who knows, maybe did, maybe didn't. To me, that's just like a gotcha. But yeah, that's what that's what it is, and it's that's all it is. It's just like oh my god. Uh, you know, we couldn't find any of this other stuff. Well, here's the bottom line. And I get maybe they're going to try to get Trump's lawyer to turn on. But where, where's the attorney-client privilege here? I mean, like, are you well, fucking kidding me? Like, supposedly they have people, like, going through the information to take, you know, to only take out what they what they specifically wanted for this. But did you hear and what they said? supposedly Rosenstein and I think, 
Oh, what's his name? What's so the attorney, attorney, attorney client privilege goes away if there's fraud involved. So, and the fraud would take place if they break in campaign finance laws, which well, means there's no attorney client privilege. My question is, where do you want to go with this? And, well, to like, me, it's how a, far it's a do you want to go? Slope. How far do you want to push this? <laughs> yeah, I mean, do you want to push it to the point of like trying to unseat a think, sitting president because you're going to have a fucking big problem? Well, here's here's and this it's dangerous. Here's what's exciting uh, about for this. our democracy. Honestly, I think this is the best thing that could happen for America because <laughs> Trump is dismantling the government right now. Like, and not just like in a way that a way then where it's like he's just going in there being a tyrant. The the things that have happened that are happening currently are unprecedented. Um, the stuff with campaign finance laws. The the whole things going on in California and Texas want to succeed from the union. You know, all these things that are going on right now are because of the Trump administration. And I and I think that a lot of blame lays on Trump. But really, the, a lot of the blame lays on these bastards that are in power right now who have given two shits about the American people until all of a sudden someone's rocking the boat. And then all of a sudden, you know, people like Chris, people like you, people like me that actually give a shit about America – you know, we're, we're starting to have a voice, whether we agree with Trump or whether we don't. And now that we're, we're getting our voices heard for some stupid reason. Now, now all shit's going to hell. And to me, it's going to be really interesting that the Democrats want to push this whole, oh, Trump, you know, he's, he's colluding with the Russians. Let's, let's file a just, let's file, you, let's file a court they proceeding. They filed a lawsuit They're against filing a lawsuit. Trump, Russia, and, and, my, like, and my, my, like two other, I can't remember the other two. And why, why, the only reason I'm getting to that is, is because to me, um, we're better than that. I mean, if we just simply just change a little bit of our finance laws to where we make we can for one hundred percent make sure that the funding that is getting to our campaigns is not can not contributed by lobbyists, is not contributed by a foreign company through a shell company because Obama had a lot of stuff that you know foreign investors from Asian countries would have liked, you know. Look at and look, and we would never have known that they uh, did anything with them. Look at Hillary Clinton and the dossier that came out. It's not like the it's not like the all the politicians are on the same boat on how they accept money, how what they've done in the past, and you can't tell me that they're not. So to me, this isn't just a one sided issue. It's just finally coming to a front with Trump, and we're seeing it firsthand. Yeah, but right now, all those same politicians, though, right now they're gasping, going like, "Oh my God, look at what he did." <laughs> I know. I just I find it funny. It's, uh, that's why I'm saying Trump is probably one of the greatest things that's happened because we're he's so outlandish with this with what he says on Twitter and stuff. We're getting to see like the inner workings of a political machine, and then we never got to see that. Like Obama was amazing. Obama could speak really well. He was really good at keeping his composure. And when, a teleprompter. And well, I mean, it doesn't I don't give a fuck if you teleprompter. But he's good at selling. He's good at selling himself. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely, and I think that like yeah, first, he's good at selling out. But think about this: so <laughs> if if this if if Trump were in if if Obama were in Trump shoes right now, we wouldn't be anywhere. Obama could Obama could handle this way better than Trump. Trump just doesn't give a fuck. Well, de- depending on what you mean by handle it better, because I think all this stuff is actually keep it out of good. the limelight. I mean, no, what I'm saying is oh, keep it out of the limelight. Yeah, you could, yeah. Well, and also because you know the media treated Obama with kids gloves, so <laughs> it wouldn't have come out. And Chris knows it, and he, he might be like, Ugh. I think Chris. But, but there was Fox News, and they were anti-Obama. Okay, I don't think Chris disagrees with that. But I don't think Obama. I don't think Obama was. I don't think Obama was out as outlandish as Trump, though. I don't think Obama was treated with kid gloves. I think he was certainly. If you compare him. to how Trump's been treated, um, yes, it was. You could call it kids gloves, but I also think that the way Trump's been treated has mostly to do with Trump. Now, but I think if you compare Obama to how Bush was treated. I'd say they're pretty equivalent. 
You oh. think you think Bush and Obama were treated on the same level? I do. I do. <laughs> really? Yeah. Everybody fucking hated Bush. Well, by the do you end, guys remember because of his of himself. Bush was kind of a moron too. Because of the Iraq War, I mean, yeah. Do you remember going into the Iraq so, War and so, how so now you're admitting patriotic that, the the media was? Or like, so oh, now go to war. Oh, people who are against the war, they're they're un American. There were there were there were country songs this was written CNN, about that. This was MSNBC. They were pro so Iraq War. So let me see. Bush gets in office yep. in an illegitimate win that the media harps on, and then soon after we're in war. It, that, so, so you're saying that maybe for a, a period of six months? Oh, you're talking about Bush you're, and Obama were treated the same. Are you talking about you the mean? count, the recount in Florida? Well, I'm talking, I mean, yeah, I'm talking about all the recounts. Obama didn't have a a, a, a well, thing like uh, an election like that. Yeah, but here's Clinton the thing: he didn't, yeah. didn't have an election like that. But, but you guys just said was, that they were treated the same for what period of time? No, but and then I, you no, said, no, and no, then no, you no. said he was he was treated worse because the no, war. they were treated the same. I what I mean that is if if Obama had undergone <laughs> similar things, he would have been treated that way. No. Yes. No. He was never asked a serious question. Well, okay. I think that's just how it was uh, with him. Not even with Bill O'Reilly. No, like when you mean but, that no, was he still was definitely a pretty asked serious interview. questions. I mean, that's a oh, bullshit come on. statement. Come on, it was an absolutely bullshit. <laughs> he was never quick, asked a serious no. question. Are you Kids kidding gloves. me? Chris, Do you hear yourself? Do you Kids hear gloves. yourself? Wait, wait. I think that you, you you're definitely you're making ridiculous statements. You are right rewriting history. Are you trying to just be provocative? No, I'm saying you are rewriting history. About Obama, you really believe that Obama was never asked a serious question? Okay, now you're just trying to nitpick, Chris. No, I'm not. Never asked a single one ever. Okay, of course he was. No, while he was president. Yeah, but we'll I, limit it to just while he was on, president. Wait a second. You can't compare let Obama me, to, me, tr- to, to Bush or to Trump. Yeah, like, He was can. treated better than both. Hey, let and me moderate this. Maybe Obama. because he didn't do his bad things. <laughs> okay. Or, Shocking. or nobody would look into the shit he was doing. And plenty of people did, and they found nothing. Really? There was no... Oh, yeah, you're going to... Benghazi, Please, please repeat his line. Please repeat his line. There, there were like no scandals 11... There are 11... Hey, Matt, you want to talk about Fast and Furious? congressional investigations into Benghazi. Matt, you want to talk about Fast and Furious? They didn't now? find anything okay. until uh, Clinton's emails, which wasn't even about Benghazi, wasn't the problem. It was just how she was storing them. So, hmm. and that wasn't even anything to do okay. with Obama. What, what about the, uh, I, the, uh, yeah, the IRS scandal? We want to talk about that? That's right. Cool. That were, was not... Yeah, but, but these never happened, Matt. Those never what, happened. That, that, wait, before, before we get into it, hold on. Okay. <laughs> I had nothing to do so, with Obama. Hold on. Wait. wait just <laughs> His administration. Hold on. I got to say and something. And it was dealt with. No, I get this. Okay, so here's, <laughs> and here's how I think we can handle this. I don't remember, honestly, um... I don't, I don't, I don't even remember Bush ever sitting down for a stern interview with anybody, and I just don't remember like sixty seconds or, you know, because Trump. The thing I like about Trump is that Trump is not, the dude's not scared, man. He's done some crazy interviews throughout his campaign and and even now, um, which is why I agree with that he's treated a little differently than other presidents because he's done and he's more available than any other president's ever been than I think that we're used to the way he tweets the way he talks to media and stuff he's a little bit he's been reserved the last six weeks I think just because the whole Stormy Daniels case but um Chris would know more than I would you guys would probably know more than I would did did Bush or um uh or Obama ever sit down with like a opposing person and answer their questions well Obama didn't uh Sit down, interview with Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, I've seen it a couple times. Uh, I've never a, seen that. It's not that crazy. Well, of an I'm just interview. saying that there, it, there's an example. Do you of that. think there was? Do you think there was like predetermined questions that O'Reilly couldn't ask? 
Um, I, I, I can't I remember think now. O'Reilly, I think O'Reilly. I think he O'Reilly would have said seemed, that. But here's the thing about Bill O'Reilly. But Bill I think O'Reilly, O'Reilly would have said that. But Bill too. O'Reilly seems like a pretty respectful guy. He's not going to try to like... And he didn't. And I don't think he would do something like that. I mean... And now I say respectful. People will probably be like, "Oh fuck, he was a sexual assault." No, no, I know what you mean. But that, I mean, like, well, he, in, in, I'm talking about I, an interviewer. He seemed pretty even keel because it's kind of like how, he, like, his debate with um, no, John he, he Stewart was good. Try to to like trick somebody under false pretenses or something like that. But was, me, like he would treat them. But did Bush ever do respectfully. that? To sit down and have like the. Um, I feel like he probably would have done that. Yeah. With at least, at least once he had to have done it. I can't recall that, but. But I guess my, the, my... the difference between Bush and, and Trump is that Bush, even though he got tons of criticism, he always handled it well. Like he just, he just kind of like brushed it off. Do right? you know why though? Bush has, Bush has that type of personality to where he's like, he's just, is it like stoner you can laugh at? Like, well, I mean, it's kind of like what Reagan did. I mean, it's it's very similar. Bush did very you, similar to what Reagan did. Reagan just kind of you know ignored. I feel it like and, Obama did that as well. Well, I'm just I'm talking about the two specifically. I you know we can leave Obama out for just a second, Chris. Uh, if you can't, if it's because you can't talk about him rationally, that's. Fine. I know that we need to you need to insert him all the time, but I was specifically comparing Donald Trump and Bush because they're both Republicans. Uh, yeah. That the media were both. Well, no. Against. Then you then you said Bush is like Reagan, like this. I'm like, oh, well, because Reagan so was the same way. Because I said I think Obama was yeah, like that. Question. Cool. So that's cool, Chris. When we're, um, when we're talking about, we're su- but here's the thing: is, I don't, and then I was going to say, but you completely got ruined by, with that. I was ta- I was still making a point, but you okay, completely destroyed. I don't remember it now. I don't. I don't. I don't. Here's things I don't say, ever remember seeing him being like he, I against. I don't ever remember seeing him being against Bush the way they are Trump. Like the, as much because look at me. We, we pulled up the headlines earlier. I don't ever remember the headlines ever being like that for any. President. Well, but at the same time, it's, though, it's that, harder, was, that was nine years ago. That's right? what I'm saying. It's, I mean, it's hard to remember because fuck, dude. It's it's been ten years ago. And just think about like the amount of media, like because media has really changed over the last ten for years. Bush, you're right. Yeah, yeah. eighteen Me- years. Media has really changed over the last ten years. A lot of things have been moved on online, right? So now it's like all the articles it, that we read, dude. It's it's fucking. It's I'm telling you guys, man. It is getting super. It's it's. It's almost overindulgence too much to like where there's an article every day opinion Trump is bad, but I never saw anything like that on Obama or or Bush to the to the extent it's on Trump. I mean, I've seen I those, agree with that. I mean, I've seen I've seen crazy articles about Obama. Um, I've seen videos about how they said Obama was gay and that he did cocaine, that he had male lovers, and Michelle Obama was a man. And but this she's is hiding like you're talking about like Breitbart, Alex Jones level. Yeah, but right. Dude, but like this was not stuff that was specifically not stuff that was right on Fox. I know because I study a lot of Fox. Well, actually, now did they push the? Actually, um, Alex did Jones it, did fight Pierce Morgan, and he actually oh. asked Pierce Morgan to go boxing with him. You know, I'm just, I'm just saying. So they were, they did get some of those. Um, Alex Jones did get on some of the main newscasts. You know, um, wasn't isn't Sean Hannity that kind of gives. Sean Alan Hannity Jones a little bit of voice every now and then. Uh, oh God, maybe, that maybe it a little. It's it, well, it's probably Sean Hannity. If you're gonna if you're gonna mention anybody, there we go. Yeah, um, but no, I just think that I, I think that you know we get heated about some of this stuff, and I I I get what we're trying to compare. It's so hard to compare presidents, I guess, because you look at the decades. I mean, the eight years is almost a decade between each president, so it gets kind of hard to to give them coverage. I mean, could you say that FDR was criticized in the same way? You know, any president is now, and that, and within the papers, well, no, or they hit that. a lot. I mean, they hit his disease. <laughs> yeah, they hit a lot of stuff. They hit it for Kennedy. They hit yep. it. They hit it for Nixon until Watergate. 
I yeah, mean, I mean, that, if that they could find change. anything on Trump, because like because they try to hit him for health all the time, which is different than they didn't do that with Obama. It's like like because they tried to hide some of the smoking stuff. You know, they tried to keep that out of the limelight. It was kind of no. Oh, I it was forgot he was a smoker. They try, yeah, because they, they, you know, they tried not to focus on it. But if fucking Trump, if he's like, I'm eating some McDonald's, they're like, oh, Donald Trump, your president's a fat ass. You know, he's a pig and he eats this. And he also eats his, I hate that he shit, eats, though, also eats his well done steak with ketchup. Hey, Jesse, guess what? I had a fucking double quarter pounder from McDonald's on the way home from the airport yesterday. And was, it was it good? It was fucking delicious. Well, okay. Are, is that stuff like memes on like, Occupied Democrat kind of stuff, or you... no? Those were CNN articles. Really? Are you talking about the, the well done steak? The well done steak with just, ketchup saw... is on CNN. <laughs> Link, that's I, where I, I thought that was just like, and they would always talk about his diet. Well, I thought there was about one McDonald's. article about that, but I didn't think that got a lot of so play the in first, the news. It the... was just like a meme kind of stuff. So the first thing that pops up is um, different media standards. And Barack Obama versus George W. Bush. So it'd be kind of interesting to take a look at it real quick. No, we don't have time. We're really busy, guys. <laughs> really, really busy. Unless it find unless it says something specific. But I know, like in terms of the coverage, because um, I want to say there was I, I can't remember which ones they were. There because there was been a bunch of studies about Trump and negative coverage that have come out. No, I, I I'm not disputing that Trump gets overly negative co- coverage. Uh, and, a lot of it's over the top. Yeah, and, and, and some obviously. So a, but I also it's think of a him. lot of yes, sure. exactly. Is Media a Republican site? I don't, I don't, I've never seen, I'm not sure if I've seen this. It just says right here in this post right here, it says there may be an unconscious effort to give Obama slack. (laughs) No, I think that's true. I think it's true on some level. I mean, because it's, you know, I I hate to be the person to say it, but, (laughs) but no, I don't really hate it that much. But yeah, if you, if you disagreed with the first black president, sometimes you'd be called racist, depending on what you said about it. Oh my God! The you know, because this happened to Sean Hannity all kinds of times. So, so did it happen? To, it happened to stupid uh, do you know Bill O'Reilly. Do you know what's funny? What I've heard that claim by the right quite a bit. I've never actually seen South Park did a whole episode that actually on actually happened. Yeah, you know if South Park does it, Chris. It must be true. I will say South Park is pretty <laughs> damn good about judging the what's going on in America. Oh, so another thing. So I'm watching. Uh, since to this morning we had a little bit of free time because I was supposed to be off today before I went into the office, and um, Monica was watching Grey's Anatomy, and dude, they're doing shit in Grey's Anatomy now that's against Trump. Grey's Anatomy is still on. It's today. dude still going. It's still really? going strong. Yeah, dude, I'm surprised, but I didn't even watch another. ER I, went on for how long? And I'm watching another. Uh, have you seen? Have you guys People heard like of, doctor shows? Have you guys What's heard ER? of? Have you guys heard of Designated Survivor? Um, it nope. has Keith or Sutherland on it. It's about. Ooh. It's really good, actually. Yeah. No, I don't know. It. And they're they're talking about they're trying Very to bad. they're trying to so right now in the current episode they're trying to impeach Keith or Sutherland as a president by invoking the Twenty Fifth Amendment. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, it's and, yeah. And so no, it's like I, I it's like it. it's like it's like that video game Chris that we were talking about is where we're playing video games that condition us to fight aliens with video games, you know, using technology, and so the media is trying to condition us for the impeachment of Trump. I feel it's coming, dude. If if they do that, like it's going to backfire just like it did uh, for against uh, Bill Clinton. I mean, it shouldn't have been done against Bill Clinton. That was ridiculous, and it backfired against Republicans for being so stupid and short sighted. And it'll happen exactly like it, what's really dumb about this I is Democrats should be able they should be able to go back and look 
and be like, yeah, this really isn't a good idea. And some of the some of the party leaders have already kind of backed off of that anyway. Here's the issue, though. Because they know that it's not a good idea. But the difference is, here's the difference is, Bill Clinton is fucking smart. And I went back and watched the impeachment hearing, and I was listening to Joe Rogan talk about this. So I was like, well, fuck, I'm going to go back and look at it, too. Bill Clinton's a tactician. He was able to, the way he answered questions. Still had under oath, though. I know, but he, but the way he answered, but afterwards, he, the way he answered the questions in his impeachment hearing that got him to, that got him to the impeachment hearing, when he was in the impeachment hearing, the way he'd answered questions is very tactful and it was very verbatim. So he knew exactly what to say. I don't think Trump has that ability. I don't think Trump has that discipline to be well, able to do that. I would say, unless they charge Trump with a crime, and from my understanding, they are telling him, at least right now, he is not the subject of the investigation. If they don't charge him with a crime, I would not sit down with Mueller, with with, with Mueller as uh, is, uh, you know, I would I would definitely not sit down with him because it's a bad idea. Like, because Trump might stick his foot in his mouth and he get caught in some kind of perjury trap. What like, do you think, Jason? It's it's I stupid, mean, Chris. Um. Well, okay. It depends from what perspective are you talking about. What's best for Trump? Yeah, he shouldn't sit down with Mueller. No, I meant That's no. I mean, I mean, in, in general. I mean, what do you think about? um the the impeachment hearing about the no i i think based on the publicly available evidence that we know now there is not enough grounds for impeachment and i think that it probably would be even if there i i think even at the, the current toxicity of our country if if there was slightly enough to impeach him not an overwhelming amount but just kind of like just barely enough that you could get away with running impeachment and still consider yourself like standing by principles. It would be a good idea to not do it because of the state of the country. Cause I think that would just lead to more division and more toxicity. Um, I think it would be better to just beat Trump in the next in the election. Primary. Yeah, I, agree. I mean, we're, we've got two years. Let's, let's stand up as a nation and rise above this pettiness. Um, but I mean, but that's asking a lot too. So, I if I knew how to manipulate large masses of people, then you'd be you'd be Hitler. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, or, you, Stalin. Or, or Stalin. Or Stalin. <laughs> yeah, I've Pol always Pol considered a more of a Pol Pot. Pol Pot. I I feel like I'm more of a Fidel Castro personally. <laughs> so here's another thing that worries me too is that so this this lawsuit they're filing against Trump from the head of the DNC. I was listening to him speak this morning, and something that kind of pisses me off is. He's like, well, we needed to get it in before midterm elections because we need to protect the country. And I'm like, don't fucking lie to me, dude. I'm not stupid. <laughs> we know you're trying to do this just so that you're strong and that you're trying to push forward your agenda. I'm okay with that, but just don't, just don't lie to me. Just say, hey, listen, we want to get in before midterm elections, so we're so we put on a strong face against Trump, saying that we're not going to deal with this shit no more. Fine, thank you, but don't sit there and try to like for the better of the country. We don't want Russia meddling with my meddling with our elections again. Okay. Thank you, you know, for filing the lawsuit, but don't fucking lie no, to me. No, the lawsuit's political theater. I mean, it's standard stuff. I don't. This isn't you know. standard. That's not normal. Well, it's not. I can't think of anything ever because, like that happening before. Oh yeah, Obama got a bunch of lawsuits filed against him. Really? Yeah, it's like a. Damn, thing. I never heard it's, of it's, one. It's, it's like a. I guess I, I guess stunt. I don't remember. I guess it's I don't like remember that happening. It's a publicity stunt because you can't. What? There's no hope of it succeeding. It's not an actual legal maneuver. It's it's a publicity stunt. And yeah, but was it the head of the head of the Republican Party? I think. I mean, it's it's a little unusual that they're suing Russia. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, like this but is it's, weird. It's, it's, it's but I think that's a 
a product of the unusualness of this whole well, did you hear what he did? Situation. You listen to him talking. So I, I, I don't really know much well, about it. It's, it's great. So he was but, talking about yeah. how they're, they're going to sue Russia because we didn't get enough from them. It's <laughs> like as because as from from uh, from the sanctions. So and because Trump was in charge of sanctions, we didn't get enough from them. So that's why they're suing Russia because uh, they want to draw attention to his delayed well, implementation of the yeah exactly sanctions. yeah. Well, it's because he's in bed with Vladimir Putin. I mean, that's Obviously. the only reason. Dude, that would be the and ugliest that, sex couple killed, ever. That's why we killed those Russians in Syria. How do you think Trump has sex? Missionary? <laughs> I don't, dude. I don't, I don't, I think he's crazy, dude. I, I actually, I don't think Trump does missionary. I think Trump lays. Actually, like I, I bet he would probably, he probably lets himself be serviced. Exactly. And I'm not against that. <laughs> I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not cracking on the guy because, I mean, if, you know, especially if you're that rich and you're paying for it. You need to get your money's worth, right? And I'm, you should be chilling and, and enjoying yourself. I'm sure we could probably find a Howard Stern episode where he actually tells us what he does. We don't <laughs> yeah. need to speculate. But that yeah. was when he was younger. I mean... Yeah? No, I'm sure. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming Trump is still going just fine. Do you think? You think, you think he gets are, on the Are rig? you asking if he do takes you, Viagra? Do you, no, what I'm saying... Probably. Do you, uh-huh. do, you, do you think Trump and Melania get it on? I don't know. He doesn't hold her hand. They seem like they have a weird relationship. She doesn't relationship. hold his hand. Difference, right. Chris. Exactly. <laughs> he tried to hold Same her difference. hand. She smacked it. Don't you remember right. this? Well, but that's they, also they, why she doesn't yeah. put her arms in oh, wait, her sleeves. Wait, wait, wait. Jesse's going to say. grab at her she, empty. Jesse said he's going to give her. She was trying to give him a high five <laughs> and missed. That was embarrassing. Which one? Um, when she pulled his hand away? No, she slapped his hand. Like when he was Yeah, but that because I think it was just kind of like a hey. You know, I'm fine here. Like, I think it was one of those kind of things. Or being played. You know, I don't... Well, you know what it I, you reminded know, everybody's me Everybody's like... You know, they played up scene and played she watched, up. I think she watched Star Wars, well, I, I The Force hate, Awakens. I hate the over-analysis. I, I, I do remember a hyper-analysis of, of Obama, the Obama relationship as, like, every little thing. Oh, and I remember... I don't remember it so much with the Bushes, but I do remember it with the Clintons as well. Um... It's, but it's, well, it's that this kind of tabloid, though. you know, the culture cl- of like being obsessed with people's personal lives that I never understood. I don't like, and I don't like it now with Trump. It, it's no different just because I don't like Trump and thinks he's, and think he's scum. It's, you had to get that little piece of, <laughs> like, you could have just moved on. <laughs> I, I think it's, it's dumb to focus on that, on his relationship with Melania. That's his business and it has no bearing on the country. Yeah. Well, because the, the, every, you know, there's stories on CNN within the last week. Oh, Trump and Melania don't travel together to blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, Our Melania. Who gives a fuck? Maybe, maybe it didn't make any sense, you know, like to travel together to, some, to whatever. I just want to know, you know what they talk about. I would love to be a fly on the wall. Well, I, you know, because her, her English is not the best. At least during the speeches, no. doesn't sound like it's the best. So I, I would wonder, especially like 10 years ago when they got together, <laughs> like you'd think that they would have, unless she's always, unless her English has always been about the same throughout that time. Maybe that's possible, um, but it seems like that would be like some kind of point of contention. <laughs> but I'm guessing with Trump, it's not because uh, I mean, because he likes model wives. I mean, and that's what she is. And I, I don't know what they're. Maybe they have a very loving relationship. I don't know. I can't say for you know that it's just a setup deal. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm just I, curious. I, I just. Just, I mean, I think George Bush, you look at Bush, you look, especially look at Barack Obama and Michelle, you know they talk. You know what I mean? You know they sit down and have conversations, but you look at Trump, it just seems very stiff. 
and George Bush, I guarantee you, talks. Because I guarantee you, Bush would be fucking hilarious. The other thing is, I mean, everybody has got an aspect of this, but I think Trump is like an extreme version of it. He's like a personality, like, and he's always on, I feel like. I mean, maybe not. I don't know him, so he could have this different side of him behind closed doors. But I strongly get the impression that he's like, he's just 100% salesman 100% of the time. I bet he's like bragging to Melania. Yeah. You know, that like, was the best you've ever had, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like he's constantly selling himself, even to his wife, even to his kids, probably. That would he's be like, epic. yeah, you got a pretty good dad, don't you? You know, like <laughs> the best dad, like high five him. <laughs> right. Like he buys himself the best dad mug. <laughs> well, I think another thing I find creepy is they're always trying to, the media is also always trying to portray him as if he wants to actually have sex with Ivanka. Maybe he like, does. And I don't think, because they tried to do it with Stormy Daniels thing, too, because it came came out, it was on CNN, I believe. I saw that, And it yeah. was like, uh, you know, that, that she said that he told her that that she reminded him of Ivanka. Um, and maybe and maybe he didn't even say don't that. Don't most but, parents say shit like that, but, though? Well, no, this, he, said, he, he said it to Stormy Daniels, that but she reminded him of Ivanka. Was it during sex, or were they just, they well, see, that's was during the thing, dinner. Because it might have been like, maybe, <laughs> she's, maybe she had, like, speaks okay. really strongly. Maybe, maybe he's giving it to her, and, and yes. then she's, like, screaming. And yeah. he's like, yeah, okay. you, oh, you remind me of Ivanka. That would be weird. Yes, that's fucked up. Um, but if it's like a, you know, like maybe she has a really strong personality, and he's like, "Oh, you kind of you remind me of my daughter." I don't have a like and to me, but that's I, okay, that's what I heard. Did okay. you watch that interview? I didn't know. I watched that's just trash. I watched I'm the whole thing, trash. but no, I watched it because I wanted to see what was going to happen. But in, during the interview, the way I heard it was, it was like I, he I was telling they, article, they so were at, they were at dinner, and he's like, "Oh, you're very strong. You remind me of my daughter." Yeah, there you go. And I think I, that's totally don't I think most that's totally fine. Don't most parents do shit like that? I mean, I tell people, oh, you remind me of my friend Chris all the time because Chris is strong, and then he handsome, <laughs> and, and good looking, you know, and very open minded. And, you know, that's so I tell people that stuff all the time. <laughs> I didn't know you could be so honest, Matt. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Matt's having sex. No. That's, that's going to blow job from his wife. He's I like, think the. Man, you remind me of Chris. I don't think the main <laughs> Chris reason. sucks. <laughs> I don't think people are looking at his comment to Stormy and being like, that's weird. They're looking at it in context of his comment to Howard Stern, where he's like, uh, you know, if she wasn't my daughter, maybe I'd be dating her. Yeah, but I come on. That's, that, that, takes is that, that's that, is that is weird. That is weird. It's a joke, dude. That is weird. It's not weird. It's it a joke. I wouldn't make that joke. It is a Trump. joke, but it's weird. I think Trump's trying to be... I think I'm he's trying to... Like, well, joke. I'm saying it's a weird I think he's joke. trying to flatter his Hold daughter on. like she is so beautiful. Let's put it in context, though. How was Sarah was talking about how hot, how hot his daughter was? He's like, yeah, you know, maybe if I was, maybe if she wasn't my daughter, I would date her, too. You know, because I date 10 yeah, girls. Yeah, yeah. It's still weird. I, Says you, I think Chris. I think he was just trying to make good radio. Yeah, it's that's just it. people. That's yeah, that's all it is, man. And that's it's what it is. It's a weird with... way to make good radio, and it worked. It's Trump, obviously. I, I'm sure there's other ways it could that he could have gone. That it doesn't, work. but it doesn't mean anything. That's what I'm saying. Like, so so you buy into a little bit of it, then it sounds like. I don't you, buy. You buy into a little bit of the. I'm saying it's weird. Maybe he wants to date his daughter. I'm saying would, it's weird. Do you Freud, think he wants to date his daughter? But what would Freud say? Wouldn't Freud? Wouldn't Freud probably be agree with this? He says probably not. Freud would be out there. Yes, Trump wants to have sex with his daughter. <laughs> he totally yeah, well, would. Freud's. I got a lot of te- problems. And stuff. Well, technically, Freud would be saying Ivanka wants to have Including sex with her, with her with her father, not really the other way around. But still, yeah, no, he might say it the other way around. I mean, it would make sense to go both ways. Wouldn't everything's it? like. Yeah. It always makes sense to go both Subconscious. ways. Subconscious. <laughs> hey, Monica's. Uh, we were Monica kept saying. Um, reminds me of the clerks too. You never, you never go ass to mouth. That's not t- true. Type thing. So, uh, <laughs> right, Chris. We'll we'll break away from politics <laughs> really quick because I got some good stories from Mexico. 
Uh, Matt, we we don't want, we don't care what you did in Mexico. <laughs> like, if you've been asked to mouth in Mexico, oh, I don't think no. you should tell it on this show. No, 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 nothing like that. But so you should tell us about the donkey show. Yeah, we can we can talk off air about that. So it, it reminded me of uh, we had to go to the ATM in Mexico, and um, yeah, ATM it fucking throws. Every time I see that acronym, I think ass I know. to mouth. Like, it's just, <laughs> I, know. I don't so, even mean to. It just, really? it just every yeah. time. Every single time. Every I think time. of that AT&T commercial from, Oh, like, God. Yeah. You the see the difference between us and him? <laughs> when We're fun, There's, Jesse. like, well, maybe yeah. it's not AT&T, but it was about ATMs, and they're, like, this, this guy was in, like, some African country, and he's, and he was, like, I need money or something, and they're, like, ATM, ATM. And he's like, "What? What are you talking about?" And they lead him, and they lead him to an ATM. So it makes uh, makes Matt and I think about sex, and makes you think about race. Yeah, that that's would, weird. And you make race? really racist. Yeah, you, like you, you racist voice right there. Was that it was the, in a foreign country? He like so the whole point was that he <laughs> couldn't. He thought they were saying something in a foreign language. ATM is and, and you as foreigners. the viewer yeah. of the commercial <laughs> thought that. Whoa, calm down, Gringo. <laughs> so <laughs> you see what I have to put up with. <laughs> So anyhow, so we were at a bar called Squid Row in Cabo San Lucas, in downtown Cabo San Lucas, and uh, it's probably past midnight at this point, and we had spent most of our cash just wandering around the city and finding cheap shots here and cheap shots there, and we're just having a good time living it up. And so I'm walking to this ATM, and this guy's like, hey man, hey, you want to party? I'm like, no dude, I'm already partying, I'm good. He's like, hey man, you want some weed? I'm like, no, brother, I'm good. I don't need weed. It's like, hey, man, hey, do you want some blow? I'm like, fuck, dude, no, I don't do drugs. It's like, oh, how about some Molly? I'm like, no, I don't do drugs. And then I'm like walking to the 18. I'm like, oh, I'm going to get jumped over here. And then I look across the street and the Federales are there. Fucking come out with um, shotguns and like AK-47s or whatever. the or They're carrying M4s, I'm sure. But uh, and just like looking at us, I'm like, this is why you don't say yes to these people because if you would have accepted that, if you probably would have accepted any kind of drugs from these guys, my ass would have been in jail. And then so our other buddy I was with um, that works with us too, uh, he was out there too, and um, it was just funny because like he had the same situation, just walking down the street. Um, and then these guys just keep asking you for drugs and and whatnot. That's was, just like Barcelona. Is it? By the way. Barcelona, there's these guys that wear like black t-shirts. <laughs> Maybe they had like the club name on it. Is that what they had? Yeah, yeah. They worked for some kind of club and they were all over, all over the main strip. And what is it? The the Rambler, the yeah, Rambler. Um, they, they were all over the place and they, they just keep continue to bother you. Hey, you want some alcohol? Hey, you, you want some Coke? You know, like actual drinks, you know, because they had different drinks too. But then they're like, you know, you want some weed? You want this? You want that? It was all kinds of different drugs, and that's that's what it was. Like, the, and they would fucking constantly pester you. We'd yeah. be like on the beach, and then you know we'd be walking back at midnight from the beach. Hey, you know, it's just like LSD. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all over, and it's like that all the fucking time. It's ridiculous. I thought it was pretty funny because they weren't pushy. They were pretty cool about it. I but. mean, these these guys were a little sketch, man. And being in Mexico and where we were at, you know, we, our head group had already left, and it was just four of us that were left. It was um, my friend and his wife, and then me and Monica. Yeah, or Monica and I, I should say, Chris. Um, but uh, so the club Squid Row that we were in. Nope, you were right the first time. Oh, uh, yeah, thank Me you. Me and Monica. Yeah, okay. So we were we were in Squid Row, and you dance. So when we get up there, they put you into a booth, and the booth's high. Like you have to like kind of grab onto a pole, step up, and the table's sitting really close to the booth. I couldn't. I'm like, well, how are people supposed to sit down? And and then the guy's like, no, on table. I'm like, oh hell yeah. So we got up and we started dancing on the table. 
And then Monica's like, uh, Monica does her thing. She gets out on the table by herself and she's dancing in the middle of this club on table. That sounds safe. And so, it, dude, it's fun. So then um, Monica and I go to the dance floor and I start dancing and I go to like pop block and drop it. And I go, I hear this rip. My back and my shorts ripped from the top of my ass crack all the way down to the left side. So... And I was and I was free balling it too. So and like all of a sudden, like I couldn't walk. I grabbed Monica. I'm like, you gotta walk behind me <laughs> because I couldn't get back to the booth without them seeing like my ass and everything was hanging hanging out. And so we get back to the booth and and uh, we grab a sweatshirt and we tie it around my waist like an old guy would do. And so it covers everything. <laughs> but me. and I and the funny thing is like it wasn't like my shorts were tight, but I was dancing hard. Like it was fun. Like I was pop locking, dropping it, and I was dancing with this uh, these other people in, in the bar, and we were having a good time. And dude, it was it was just like out of a movie. It was like a rip, and you could hear it. It was loud. It was you're it was gonna crazy. have to walk me through that dance move. You keep mentioning pop block and drop pop lock and drop it. What's that's that? that's where you uh, you drop it to the floor real quick, and then you slap your hands on the floor and you pop your ass out, and it, like you put your butt up in the air, pretty much. I, we need more room in here. Yeah, <laughs> we, we need, we need so, more room so we can see. I would do it, I would do it off I radio for you guys. I cannot visualize this right now. So, oh, here I can pull it up for you. So, but anyhow, so I'm doing that, and my my ash my my ash rips out. So I had spent like another two hours at the club that we were there partying, you know, with the great breeze. But it was it was pretty funny, man. It was all in all a good trip. We made it back safe and sound. But uh, yesterday was pretty rough, getting up early in the morning. and flying through customs but because we didn't get back to the room until like three in the morning but it was it was fun man i had a good time yeah the time difference must have really messed you up the <laughs> <laughs> well it's they're two hours behind us are they yeah they're pacific so, time i'm just, oh, they're jo- on the I'm just joking See, anyway but you did when does, i asked you suck. if they were pacific or caribbean you didn't know where Kava was when I first asked you before you left. Well, I wasn't paying attention, yeah. Right. No. Um, but yeah, when we got down there, we realized they were 200 behind, which actually does suck because... No, it does. Because then we get them over two hours. We didn't get back here until two hours later. So it was, we didn't get back home until like 11.30, midnight. Whoa. Yeah. No. <laughs> just, well, it's... Yeah, it's <laughs> Jesse, I'm, I'm used to like... Jesse's a world traveler now, so... Yes. You see, man, I'm a world traveler. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> He's used to hmm. six-hour time differences. Yeah, six, oh, well, even or even more. I mean, well, but you didn't you didn't suffer through more because uh, what we did oh, six suffered. to Barcelona. Don't, don't tell me how much I've suffered. Six to Barcelona. I have and then, suffered, and then it was like another hour Matt's between Barcelona and Turkey, wasn't it? This looks like a really hours. shitty video, dude. Might have been two hours. I, I'm sure you guys had a, this is this is pop it. lock and drop it. Guy's got some nice. He has a uh, nice Mr. T starter set. <laughs> what the? F- How old is this video? Uh, it's is this old. from like way back in the day? Yeah, it's an old song. It's like back I when I was in college. It. It's about ten years ago, at least. So were you doing more like this girl dance, or? Uh, I was I'm doing. Waiting, I'm waiting I was for him doing, to jump was, on the ground. I was Do doing it. a little bit of everything for sure. <laughs> no, yeah. Just like your sex life. Okay, let's. I'm waiting for him to do it because this is kind of weak right now. Well, they haven't got to the chorus yet, yeah, but waiting. I love the I love how they got the nerdy uh the principal. nerdy white guy in the in the in the video with all the black people <laughs> with all the cool black people. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen uh a, a- Ron? Yo, yeah, Jack Quillen, Key and Peele, Key and Peele, substitute teacher, whatever. Yeah. Okay, so he does this where he kind of 
Slime back and forth a little bit. There you go. See, that's pop, lock, and drop. That's what I was doing. <laughs> uh, and then your ass ripped out. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, then my ass ripped out. You know, it, it was it was crazy loud. Boom, boom, boom. Pop, lock, and drop it. You drop your ass pop, down and shake your hips it. each way. Yeah, you do it, was... it on skates like that person. Yeah, then you pop your ass out. No, that makes sense. Yeah, and so when I was popping it and dropping it and locking it, uh, I was ripping it too. I can do the Macarena. Ooh. <laughs> Actually, the Macarena is probably safer than what I was doing. <laughs> no, yeah. It's very I'm going to have to do some line dancing here in like August. <laughs> we got a date? I do. Where's your, where's your date so to? She, she has a, a line she, No, no. She has like some kind of a, a work thing. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go out to Nashville with her <gasps> for a week. You're going to Nashville? I'm going to Nashville. It's a nice town. Oh, dude, it's a great town. I love Nashville. I've been I've been to Nashville, but I didn't. We just kind of drove around a little bit. But maybe yeah. I'll go to like the Johnny Cash Museum and stuff. And things I like went that. there. It's good, Ooh, dude. This I is got, this is the pivotal point in the relationship. There. Knowing if you can travel with somebody is a huge thing. So yeah, I think, country, gonna, I think we're gonna drive down there too. Actually, is she in the country? She no, she's more into rap and stuff. Oh, good. Um, I like this girl in, already. Yeah, she's not big into. Um, you should ask her how to pop lock and drop it. I'm sure she knows. I don't think. Yeah, I'm not sure if she's a big dancer. Like that's just. Well, no, she she's knows. She's in rap. Like, she knows the song. Because you know, because you know, she does social work, and that's what that's why she's going to be out there. And I think their whole group is planning on doing that. So she's going to get roped into the it. Whole so group's going to pop get, lock and drop it. No, they're line doing like dancing. line dancing. <laughs> um, so I'll get roped into that. Are when, you excited what? to go? Yeah. Yeah, it should be fun. I think we're going to drive out there. Like I what, said. what time? In August? She said. Yeah, it's like August second to the sixth. Oh, I won't be alive then. So we went when we went um, for family re, family reunion. It was over the Fourth of July, and Cheryl Crow was doing a free concert right before the fireworks. Ooh. So we got to see Cheryl Crow. I'm not big on Cheryl Crow anymore. I can't remember what Cheryl Crow sings. I'm drawing a blank. Um, I know it's. I know she's popular. I just if it makes you happy. Oh God! I would kill myself. I love. She has a couple good songs. I like, I like Cheryl Hey, she's no, like she is no Shania Twain. Well, she's no Shania. That's obvious. Every day is a <laughs> yes, I, yeah. I, would. I just don't like the whole... is a winding Because I, I have this well, feeling. Like a little that. bit closer. I move a little bit closer. <laughs> I like Cheryl Crow. <laughs> I have this feeling, though, that her and, her and uh, Lance Armstrong divorced only so it wouldn't like, hurt her image. You know, and stuff like that after he got... Oh, well, that might be... I felt bullshit. like their whole relationship was... Maybe she found a guy with con- two testicles. Contrived, I mean... Maybe. Because, like... Yeah, because he left his wife or something for her, and... Wait. I don't know. I don't know all the juicy gossip together. details Yeah, they were, they were married. But they I got never, divorced after... I never really thought... Okay, when I say I like Cheryl Crow, I don't time. mean, like, I know her personally and think she's a great person. Yeah, you do. I mean, I like her music. I can't see that. Some Chris. of the, mu- the little seems, music that I know. She seems way too mainstream for you. I, I don't know. I like it. That surprises me. I like me. some mainstream stuff. Oh, I Chris like, loves. Who, I like, who introduced you to Cheryl Crow? That seems like an Elena. That seems like an Elena band because Elena and Courtney well, like, used probably, to listen to shit like that I think all the time. Probably America introduced no. me to Cheryl Crow, like radio. Like it's. It was, she was no way. She had a couple big hits. Elena, the Elena introduced them. No, 90s, she was Sheryl Crow. 90s, early 2000s. How could you not hear Sheryl Crow if you were alive in the 90s? No, she's not very, she's not that good, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know outside of her big stuff. Have you guys guys heard that new. uh, She's no Avril Lavigne, that's for sure. And we're probably going to have different views on this, I'm I'm just going to guess. But have you guys heard that new, the zombie remake? No, I've not. By the Cranberries? 
Yeah, it's it's remade by a song uh, by a by a band called uh, Bad Wolf or something like no that. No one should touch the zombie so, song. But it's it, there, and I think it's I think it's really shitty. <laughs> but people, would, but a lot of people love it. That would be my guess is but it would be shitty. The band when I listen to the band, they remind me of like Five Finger Death Punch, right? Oh, I love I love Five Finger Death Punch. Oh, but come on, they totally sold out. You'd admit they sold out, right? Five Finger Death Punch. Yeah. You'd admit they sold out like in the last so many years, right? Um, I think they're. It depends on what song you're talking about. Like Bad Company was good. <laughs> um, I know Brian Griffiths hates Five Finger Death Punch, but I, I love them. Well, yeah, but you you were there when they when they started up. I don't know. Yeah, them. But well, I saw them live in didn't Vegas. Didn't they seem different though? Then, like, don't you think they become a little more mainstream? I and I mean, more. Well, here's the thing: is when soft. I say here's here's a well, well, I don't know because when I say I love them, I haven't listened to any of their new shit. I've only listened to like their first CD. I've only listened. Well, I mean, true love. Well, I, I mean, what, I so, because the problem with me is I don't listen to the radio, and then I only listen when I, I only listen to music only when I run. Because every time I'm in my car, I listen to your podcast, listen to some of what we talk about, then I listen to an audible book. So I never listen to the radio. So actually, I don't know shit about new songs that are out, and I also don't know what I don't know what new songs they have. I will say you're dude, not missing anything. I do love this uh, the song they did with um oh the uh the the remake they did that just came out when they they play all the time when the democrats cry over the election uh, sound of silence that wasn't that was that was uh disturbed what was it oh fuck. disturbed redid okay i actually do think that disturbed did a pretty good job i'm not a Sorry. huge disturbed fan wrong person um wrong band on that one but uh but disturbed did a decent job with it i love that song i'm not gonna lie i just fucking love that song i, I like it and I, I think i, maybe I really I, like the original though so i'm kind of i do too but maybe but it's maybe good. but maybe i like the song because uh, I was playing when all the liberals were crying. Oh yeah, and it just because stopped yeah. or when the young Turks were going like they going yeah, off. They were playing it during that video, dude. <laughs> Chris hates that video. Every time we post it to him, he, he gets so angry, dude. You know what we're talking the, about, right, dude? I, I do. I think it's a silly thing to get your dude, enjoyment out of. It. You don't think it's not even a bit? No, it's the all night- those people crying that Hillary lost. Why would people be shedding tears about this? Well, because it's downfall of the country. I, I Jesse. feel like yeah. I mean, <laughs> politics is more. That if you're gonna cry about something, it should be about something big like no, that, I not agree. about like a sports loss. But hold on, one second, one second. I agree mm. with you, Chris. But the funny thing is, it's I don't know, Chris. the way they do it though is just because I think it's so great because people are such dicks to like to Trump voters and to people who like Trump. They uh, brought it on themselves Trump, a little bit. Trump voters brought it on themselves. Yes. Wait, no. The people <laughs> crying weren't Trump voters; they were Hillary voters. No, I know, but. They were made. They, the Trump voters oh, brought Trump big, people being dicks to them onto themselves. Okay, there's by some being you know, dicks. You I'm know what gonna, I like? I'm just gonna throw this out there. One second, Jesse. There's. I will say, Chris. There's some crazy motherfucking liberals, and you have to disagree agree with that. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, come so come on, Matt. That's not true. But but what I'm saying is like, see how crazy Jesse is that he doesn't recognize that there's crazy but liberals. It's but here's my thing is what I love about it. What I love about Trump's win was. Trump's win was so epic and great because people were the the, the one there was one poll that had it right and they've been they take it Chris and they can't they, take they, what you're saying. they they picked that they picked Obama to win and they picked uh, George Bush when they were right like three presidencies in a row and they had they were the only one that had Trump winning every every other poll had Trump not winning I can't remember the name of that poll I can't I, I don't but you know what I'm talking Rasmussen, about right but yeah yeah I know but there was one poll that had Trump winning and they fucking got it of right of course but I mean they got it they got it right but they had him winning they I think they also had him winning the popular vote which didn't happen true um, but still but but yeah I mean I I think we we completely overlook how historic this actually was in consideration 
of all the other elections we've been through. Right? Clint should have won, dude. It... No, I thought so. Dude, when I was watching it that night, I thought, okay, he's going to lose, but it's going to be closer than the polls. I'll never, I'll never I forget thought, okay, Chris's, the polls are bullshit. Chris's text message. Chris's text that day was like, oh, man, Chris is like... I, oh, I text, and I yeah, text, Chris was like right, ready right to jump off me, of... Right after you no, text me, Chris, I, I, I text Jesse. I was ready to kill myself. I, well, I text Jesse. I'm like, should we go? I'm really red there. I text Jesse. I'm like, should we go check on Chris? Because Chris was like... Oh God! It was like right at the beginning. We should have been together no, for this. But I, we weren't together. Well, okay, for it. here's the thing. One, if you understand Here, he, the he do well, okay, I I read a lot of five thirty eight. Now Jesse, yeah, but doesn't what, understand how to talk about Nate Silver. Let's focus on like. But, but okay, talking. my point is, um, so I knew that the election was a lot closer than most of the media was portraying it as. Right. And so I, I was nervous about it anyway. Um, and there are a few key indicators that um, that if you knew what to look for, would kind of tell you that things are going badly for Hillary or and good for Trump or vice versa. Right. And the very early stuff coming out of Florida was bad for Hillary. And then and, and that at that moment, I'm like, oh, shit. This this is not, and everyone else was like, ah, well, you know, you Florida know. sometimes goes Republican, like you know, like everyone had their hands so far deep in the sand that the their feet were sticking out. I don't know. That's I didn't believe saying, it, but I didn't believe it. I mean, even when Florida was like, okay, because Trump need, obviously Trump needed Florida, but to to have so many needs on the table, they have to get all of them. It was just like, oh my god. Like right. Well, this is amazing. Five thirty eight talks about this is that sometimes you get this kind of like yes, he has a lot of needs, but sometimes you know if if like well specifically like in the Michigan, Pennsylvania area, you you get um yes, you need all those states, but those states are also similar enough that if you can get a move, if you're getting movement in one of those states with one of those demographics. It's probably going to translate into those other states. So, quick question: Do you think you can carry? Uh, do you think you can carry those states in twenty twenty? With um, what's going on now, I mean, knows? I think it's pretty. I mean, that's, that's one thing I'm interested <clears throat> because, well, I mean, like I remember that right after Brexit, there are there are a lot of these. Re- uh, I forgot regret- about Brexit. Regrettable Brexit voters, right? That's another thing too. And Brexit, I've, and I've seen a lot of, but they, it was all anecdotal stuff. So I've no, I don't think I've seen hard evidence about people who regret voting for Brexit. Yeah, I think that that's played um, up. But heavily. but yeah. So and then I haven't seen as many, but and it's certainly not right away. There was a lot after Trump. There was a lot more of the well, let's give him a chance kind of thing. From people who were his supporters, but who claimed that they didn't really like him. They're like, I don't really like him, but let's give him a chance, right? And then I've seen more and more people like, okay, well, this isn't what I voted for you for. Um, but I, I don't know what that means. Does that actually mean that he's really losing any support, that you know, crucial support that he needs for re-election? Or is it just kind of like them, you know, some people say things and they mean it. But what, does it translate to votes? Well, look how many that's look how many years it's been since an incumbent's lost the presidency. It's yeah. been it's it doesn't been, happen very often. What thirty two no. years? Doesn't 30, happen very often. Well, yeah, George George Bush Senior, Senior, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that'd be. So it's about thirty seven years. I mean, two, do it Clinton sixteen? No, it's been 10, longer than that. Twenty like twenty seven, just under thirty. Well, 92. no, it went Clinton ninety two. It went Bush Clinton 20, Obama. 
Eight, sixteen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. That was right. Oh yeah, yeah twenty seven, yeah. twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's crazy. That's mm-hmm. so. I mean, we may be up four one, and I don't know. I mean, if the if the media keeps going the way it's going with Trump, um, I don't know if we'll make it the full term. I mean, if there's that's a lot of that's a lot of pressure to take. On anybody, on any, well, he's going to have to really. He has to watch everything he does more than I think any other president during our lifetime. Um, but I think if the media keeps doing what they're doing, I think there's going to be enough people, and Trump's going to be able to paint himself as somewhat of a victim. And I think there's going to be forty percent, forty some odd percent of the country that's going to agree with him. Now, and and who knows? We don't know what's going to happen before. I mean, because let's say let's say North North Korea denuclearizes and the Korean War ends, you know. Um, that's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean that would be a positive for Trump. Absolutely. I don't know. I heard. That I mean that's a too. positive for the world, but yeah, but I mean, it's also specifically would be something that would help him out. Well, and it might be too looking looking at that. You know, with with North Korea. I mean, and the jobs are good. His job counts up. Well, and you know, and and that's because you know I, I don't want to discount because obviously all the job things is not him. You know, we were we were kind of a. A stable position when he came into power, right? Right. And you know, and I think that he's done a lot of pro-growth type of stuff, or at least in terms of his ideas. Like I'm not saying like he pushed all of them, or they're even all solid necessarily. Um, but right. it's all been about I love the businessman, even if he's not always doing the right thing. He's always saying the right thing towards businesses and and companies and businessmen that you know that and, and you know especially with like the cutting of the taxes and things like that. Everything is pro-growth and you know cut back regulations except for the tariffs well but i think the tariffs a good idea you know and it, and it seems like it worked out some deals with china didn't obama didn't obama talk about doing tariffs i mean he was at that he was getting to the stage where he was thinking about doing tariffs i do believe uh i don't remember chris would probably be better than that than i was than i don't I remember i don't think tariffs about, ever really being that serious he wasn't an anti he but he wasn't against it i mean because during the during the he end was of, pretty uh pro free trade like that's not something he was I don't know his personal beliefs on it, but he never really came down very progressive or liberal on that. Um, he was pretty middle of the road centrist Democrat. But Trump, Trump was pretty honest about it though, because he said right away, "These other countries are taking advantage of us, and we have to get them to stop." Basically, you know, he's talking about China, and you know, and he hasn't. And people were like, "Why hasn't he been so so diff, so tough on China?" And then he finally got tough with China. And they did kind of back off. Um, supposedly, they're going to drop some. And maybe and I also heard like, oh, well, they were going to probably do it anyway, uh, removing some of their tariffs on our vehicles going into China, I believe. Um, there's pieces. And I don't know what it will end up equaling. Maybe it will Maybe it will fall, you know, completely devolve into a, a trade war. Maybe. But I think that we're going to figure it out. And there's just going to be like a reckoning, a, kind of like a... Um, I don't think either country can afford a trade war. No, we can't. And that's the thing. So I think it's all a bluff on his part, really. Like, I know he talks stuff and, he, and people go, oh, this is so stupid. I think it's kind of a bluff. And I think it's the same thing with NAFTA. You know, like trying to bring more stuff back into here. Like, he's trying to rework those trade deals so that we end up getting more money out of it. And you can go, well, that's selfish. But on some level, each country should be a bit selfish for themselves. I mean, that's what they should do. You want to give back to the world, too. But we give the world a lot. Like, we already do that. Well, eventually. <laughs> you know, if we fight, if the, if the world all wants to go to a war and like, hey, we, we need to go do this. Guess whose troops are going to fight it? Mostly ours. Well, even if they're in, even if it's going to be ninety percent our people, you know, and the deaths are going to be ninety percent our people. <laughs> like that's just how it is. Well, here's the thing, you know, we eventually we're going to get to a point to where world economy is going to be the way to go. 
I mean, these individual economies, it's to me, it's almost a, it's almost a thing so. of the past. Well, we're going to have to at some point. I don't think so. I mean, to explore space. I, I think the, to I be think able the to push chance... together. I mean, but there's going to be some globalization at some point. Well, no. It, well, sure, globalization is happening. But at the same time, it, once you go too far, I think there's always going to be that, that nativist push back. Like, I mean, I think there's always going to be like a not reconciling. Maybe. What, what, what maybe, am I looking for? Um, uh, like a re... We were just talking about this, Chris. It's basically readjusting. Um, when we were talking about space exploration, Chris and I were kind of hitting on this a little bit. I mean, because it, it will, and then uh, Micho Kaku talks about this too. He talks about how if uh, I don't know who that is, but that name is super funny. Well, he's the physicist. He's oh, he's real popular. okay. I he think does, I, I think I've actually do know. Yeah, he's he's all over the news. He's Chris, really you awake. I'm trying to think of that word. He's really good. He uh he was talking about how for in, us, in order in order for us to get past like a zero type civilization and they get on the scale of one to four or whatever I think it's one to four he has um, that we have to become a one 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 economy almost to, to funnel but, all but of our resources and not really I mean the, the clash of civilizations it's impossible. But but you would have to figure that out. I mean, I don't. But like, honestly, I don't say I don't have all the answers for that. I'm not saying but, I want. Yeah, but I mean, like to even get to that point, let's. I mean, I I think that there would be so many obstacles in the way. I mean, just from just from cultures and religions Reaction. and things like that. Like you'd have to. You have to. You have to pick one dollar. I mean, you have to pick one standard. So you know, I can't I can't think of it either. But I mean, that's I, I think that's part of the issue. Now, here's one thing. One thing that would push us, I think, towards one world government. <laughs> Aliens. That's what I'm. Well, yeah. Uh, I'll also say this though. I mean, if you go back in history, I mean, I feel like you could have. There are probably people making that same argument, Jesse, when they're talking about moving from like One. tribes to states. You know, I mean, people are the i your what? What's the words I'm looking for? <laughs> Your connection with a group of people that you considered your kind that you fought with that you would like bleed your and countrymen. die for. Yeah, your that used to be a lot smaller smaller. It used to be a like just like a few hundred people that lived geographically really close to you. And then it's it expand it slowly expanded and then um you had the then you had the concept of a nation state suddenly spring into existence where once it hadn't existed before. I mean, even with the Roman Empire, that was kind of like you had a city that was controlling a bunch of area that wasn't its native land kind of thing. Um, it, to be a Roman citizen, it wasn't it wasn't like to be a Frenchman, you know, which so that came much later. And, and that expanding that idea, I mean, people were against that kind of stuff at that much smaller level. And yeah, there was that pushback effect, that that um, reactionary kind of effect against it. But eventually, in the end, the nation state won out over tribes and cities. Wouldn't it be awesome to have one standard? No, I mean, I would actually completely disagree. And I also think, but I mean, I think history also tells us that most people don't want that either. At least not throughout history so far. I mean, because what happens is every time one of these giant Anytime one of these giant civilizations uh, comes about, um, you know, whether it's the UK or whether it's the USSR or whether it was the Roman Empire or the Greek Empire or w- whatever empire, they always fall apart. But there's apart. a difference between now and then. That it though. devolves to. There's the one state. difference. There's one difference. Those people were conquered. 
when I talk about con- the conquering doesn't happen anymore. Civiliz- and this is I was okay. This is where I read this too. I was reading about um, I think it was even Jordan Peterson. Um, it was on yeah, it was on a uh, podcast with Joe Rogan, and it was Jordan Peterson. They were talking about I've watched a lot of these, so you better be right. Yeah, this. yeah, they were talking about um, globalization and like people don't conquer other areas anymore and so by doing that it puts us into a different mindset and therefore we're not conquering nations so identifying with our nation as as far as ages start to go along as far as time starts ticking it's going to be different now because we can talk to everybody everywhere the the communication that we have is so rampant from one nation to the next that eventually it the communication is going to be there so we're already advancing towards that 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 goal i mean look at look at our look at the deaths that across the nation now we all owe each other debt that's kind of becoming an arbitrary thing so if if china ever called out our debt the dollar would fail is vice versa you know what i mean that there's what would fail yeah Um, so the 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 world market's already a treacherous place so eventually it's going to have to be replaced by one standard i mean right now the u.s dollar is the standard eventually there's going to be one standard because there's, no, there's nothing else is going to make sense. I don't. I think nationalism will always keep that from happening. I think it's always. I think it's always. I mean, I, I know I shouldn't I think, say this definitively, but I think that it's always going to be that way. I think there'll be nations, but I think I'm talking about like a standard as far as like when you travel, there'll be a standard type of payment. Like I think I think we're going like to get the American dollar. Well, exactly. No, I think the think it's going to be voted upon. Like we already have a NATO. No one, never, ever thought about doing a NATO. I mean, those things kind of appeared. And once when we did well, NATO, sure. I mean, there's always been but, treaties. I mean, but, no, but NATO's we kind of weak. But what I mean, happened? The EU's getting weaker. We have the United Nations. I, I know. Mean, but what happened when we did that? They called it Big Brother. So I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I think. I mean, I think you're right in a sense, Jesse. I I would quibble with always, and I I don't think that there's. I think, yes, in the short term, there's not a clear path for a short term um, uh, move to a stable world government. I also do think that we probably won't get it right with the first world government. Uh, You know, if we, I think. And that'll give people a bad taste in their mouth. Right. And it's going to, just like with nation states and and early empires and everything, it took a while before. We could get to, we could create something that was lasting. And, and by lasting, I mean like hundreds of years instead of just like the lifetime of one ruler. So I got a question. So when we do leave Earth, eventually just saying that we get to the possibility that we have the plan to leave Earth, what Chris is saying now, does that does that work out? Well, and now the other thing I was going to say is that um, even without aliens, I think when we start expanding to different planets, that's going to kind of change the idea of Nash. I think that's going to have a lot of effect on nationalism because nationalism will start identifying more with the planet. I think yeah, once we get, so there. then we'll have earth versus Mars if instead of <laughs> right. Yeah. If we ever, but if that happens, I think that that will do even without aliens, that will do a lot no, I agree. to do for at least for planetary cohesion, but we'll probably still have earth versus Mars. Um, kind of stuff going on, but and then on Earth you'll still have America versus that'd France, be weird though. But it would be like California versus Texas. Can we have siege ball like Earth I Mars just, yeah. siege ball? <laughs> we should, um, but I just I just think that humans are too tribalistic to ever do this, you know. And I, I guess you could say, well, but they made the nation state right, so they weren't that tribal. But I mean, well, I, it's just a matter of redefining the limits of the tribe, which I think is I think that's been shown to be possible. So. 
I'm not saying I'm that one saying world government tribalism stays there. I'm saying tribalism stays there. But it gets redefined so that now tribalism is okay. about Earth. I see what you're saying now. Versus Mars instead no, of. No, I, I get that part. I get right. that part. So like do you a, think? So do you think there'd be representation extent. from Earth so that we would be represented it, as Earth to it when would we be go like to Mars? Battlestar Galactica. Right. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. So there would be other planets out there. So we colonize yeah. the moon of Saturn, um, yeah. Titan. So yeah. it'd be Titan, Mars, and. You know, Io probably. Io. Something. So oh, wait, is Io volcanic? I have no idea. Is... You would know more than that than I would. Titan, water. No, we know well, Titan. He's talking about Io. There's one around Jupiter. Io oh. is around Jupiter, but I can't remember if that's the one that's habitable. But see, I, I love thinking about stuff like that because if we got into a planet, how would you? My question was, and Chris answered it pretty well, but if you got to a planet, how would you define government? Because obviously, we're going to put forth an effort to where every nation gets somebody onto the planet. So do the nations like extend like they are over here and forecast out to those planets or You mean like are they colonies? Is that what you're asking? And, by, we... and how like if a like if a certain country claims a planet, but most likely if we were gonna do something like that we would be it would be an international mission anyway. I think Amer- um, look I think I think it would form would it form just think. like America formed and just be America the whole planet well, like, like Chris well, said think, like think all, about what would happen. I mean all the, of Earth is America. Cuz it would be it would be the same well it would actually be the history of America which was you know why would we want you know a, a tyrant 3000 miles away. Mm-hmm. Um eventually that would be it and be like we could rule ourselves you know it'd be the colonists again and they would you know eventually rise up and want their own government and want their own representation. Um, well, I mean, it could be quite different, but the, but yes, the, the, what made America want independence was that it was so far away, it required independence to operate, right? Like they, they were so like, because of the technology at the time, it took months for a single ship to get from England to America if it survived So, like, communication with the king and getting orders and approval for stuff. So they had to just govern themselves for a few hundred years before revolution was even on their minds. And that's kind of what Mars would be like. Because, once again, we're now delaying it to similar timescales of of that colonial period that's interesting to think about it's like like history repeating i mean we can communicate much faster but supply wise they're going to have to be able to supply themselves while they're there there's going to be a lot of independence and autonomy in terms of how they feel about themselves and they're going to start to chafe probably about getting orders from earth about how to do things they're going to want to create their own yeah their their own their own new world right (laughs) Movies already set that up. When people go into space, they don't always follow the rules, you know, because they're kind of into, I'm doing it like this way. Like when uh, The Martian, I love that movie, but he's like, fuck you. That's <laughs> just calling him Mars. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think when you're that far outside the mission parameters where you're fighting for survival, there's a lot more leeway. I know. Yeah, but but yes, that that was one of the great things. That, that The book was so good. Yep. The movie was a very decent adaptation, but I, the book was way better. For the book sure. was. Have you read the book, The Martian? No. It's it's great, dude. It is, it's an, it's a fast read, but it's fucking hilarious. And he talks about um. There's there's a couple of parts in there where he's like, I'm a I'm a space. I'm wait wait. I just colonized it. I technically broke the tree laws. That makes me a pirate. And yeah, so like, I'm the first pirate. space pirate. So like, but the book sets it up way better than the movie does. Right. Uh, and he refers to himself as the best biologist on the planet. The or best whatever. botanist. He, he says that. Botanist. You're or... talking about the movie? Because he says that in the movie too. Well, he yeah, does. He but does the way the book sets it up, 
is way better. Obviously, because you're writing it, it's, you can probably get the delivery a little bit better. But dude, it's it's yeah, pretty good because hard to do because he has sure. those like those little the sayings that that uh, uh, that Matt Damon puts through on his character and Matt Damon. But the way the book does it, it's it's great because you get more of them. You know, there's more communication and than you realize in in the movie. But you guys, so you guys had a I didn't I didn't see an episode before about you guys, you guys are basically talking about like a borderless world. Well, we talked about because we were talking about space just in general, and then we were talking about different like characteristics of what space would look like in the future for us as a, as a species. And we had gotten into that a little bit. We didn't touch on it for very long. We just kind of rolled over it when we were talking about black holes and getting across across from one galaxy to another when we talked about star wars a little bit we had talked about that because for example if if we were to leave here and we were talking about light speed chris if that refreshes your memory at all if we were to leave here and travel just at light speed we would all be dead like the world may not even exist by the time somebody got back and so we were talking about hyperspace and then that kind of led into the governments a little bit but well i think one other one other thing that could push us, and I, it makes me, because I was thinking about the movie Pandora a second ago. One other thing that could push us to that point is extinction or possible extinction. Yeah. Um, so let's say weather patterns or other things that could potentially kill off a lot of the world's population and we are forced into a position where we cannot support what we have here. I just watched Geostorm with Gerard Geostorm, it's, such, it's, a it's, dumb, it's a bad movie. I love it. The, it's you, bad. Like, it's not it's even... Do you it's know, not even on, like... Do you know a, why I like it, though? I like those end of the world, like... I love so, weather, So do though. I. I. I love, love tornadoes. I love, uh, I love uh, The Day After Tomorrow. I, and I think oh, that movie's that well movie. done. Way better than but Geostorm. But Geostorm... Man, I, just too, I like those movies, but it's tough. It's, it's too, tough to get it's through. Too, it's almost like... Oh, and the, act, the brother actor was bad. His, yeah. his acting was really bad. Yeah, there was a lot of bad actors in that movie. It's yeah, it's and, interesting. And but it, yeah, but getting back to the, I think that's what would happen is if if there is a possibility of extinction, then I think that we would band together as a world to get the hell off this planet, which is exactly what happens in the movie Pandorum. The movie's getting the world's I've getting overpopulated. They have to send people off because the planet is going to die, and they do. They send off the the Elysium with sixty thousand people. What's Pandorum? Pandorum is fucking great. Is it? I love Pandorum. Is that like a that's a prequel movie? to Elysium? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Elysium's right a good movie. That's with is Matt it, Damon too. Isn't uh, it? No, it, it has nothing to do with that movie. Doesn't is it? Is it Matt? Though, is it, that's like, but the ship is called the Elysium. Is it Matt that's Damon? Like what that ship is in the movie is the yeah. world's overpopulated. Yeah. All the rich people live on Elysium. And it's, and this came out orbiting <clears> in space. I think this came out before that Matt Damon movie too, because Pandorum. Okay. Right. That's what I mean. That was a fucked up movie, Chris. Did you? No, because well, I mean not a prequel. Well, so in Pandorum, obviously, because it came first. But just spoiler alert. But it tells you right at the beginning. In Pandorum, Earth gets destroyed right away. Oh, oh, really? Okay. Well, I mean, like after they leave, they end up getting a message that Earth has been destroyed. Okay. Well, I. But they don't even. They don't even know how. I they can't wait to watch the movie now. It's Dick. great. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, it's it's really well done. So, but it's very interesting, and I I love it. And it's like it has. It's a horror film too. Ooh, so, so that's right up my alley. It has a lot of good pieces. If you have, man, I love that movie. I'm surprised I haven't mentioned it to you before. I think Chris watched it with me. He didn't think it was that good. I don't remember it. It's with Ben Foster. Right at the beginning, he wakes up like in his uh, in his chamber. <laughs> huh. And it has How uh, old it is has it? what's his name? It's from 2009. Okay, it's Ben Foster and uh, Dennis Quaid. Oh, it's also shit. from yeah. And I think they're both pretty good in it. I re- I really enjoy. It. I like. Uh, I, yeah, I should have brought it with me. <laughs> I should have the movie on me right now. I didn't know you didn't know. I didn't know anything about it. No, I, we were talking about. I could see that happening, and something like day after tomorrow, 
I like that because, like, to me, it's really real. I mean, man, we were sitting. So the beach that we were at in Mexico, the waves were probably five to to ten feet all the time. And Eli and I, we we would go dive and like these huge waves, dude. And like the power of water is insane. It's 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 crazy insane how powerful water is. Like sometimes I don't remember how powerful water is, and like you see like these uh, tsunamis that are like two to five feet. Like, well, that's not a big deal. But you realize how much power is behind water, how much mass is behind it. It I get it now. There was an, there was another article either on it was on Fox or CNN um, in the last like forty eight hours <clears throat> that was talking about the San Andreas Fault and uh, the potential for a major earthquake coming somewhat soon. You know, so I'm just something like in terms of tidal waves and things like that. I don't know where it would hit on that on that fault. Where's line. the fault at? Is that the one that runs through California? Yeah, that's the one that runs through Do, California. Does it go farther? Does it go farther? Further? Yeah, like it, farther. It further does. It does. That? I'm not sure. I'm not sure how far it goes, but it, but it's eventually going to put because those, from my understanding, those tectonic plates are eventually going to take that piece of land and put it off in the ocean. Not like falling into the ocean, but like it's going to be an island eventually. Because um, those tectonic plates are moving, I think the main plate is moving like see. Is that northwest, really is that a real thing? Other plates moving southeast, or, or, or is that is that just something that's a theory? I no, mean, I think that's I think that's definitely true. Because sometimes I always thought that was like a um, that was folklore. Um, you know, no, or urban well, the, myth. the folklore part is when people say, "Oh, it's going to fall off into the ocean." <laughs> that's what they used to say back in the day, right? Okay, but it, the t- plate tectonics is real. Well, I know plate tectonics is real, but that's that's what okay. they know. I, yeah. I, I didn't understand that, the extent thing of it. Like another how, part that's breaking me, off of is East Africa is breaking off from the rest of Africa. Yeah, it just seems like that would take millions and, of and years. Actually, that that goes like through because there, there was just another story about that in the last week because part of it opened up like it like uh, I think there was like a giant ravine that opened up like in Ethiopia or something yeah, like that. Like, like broke like a highway. Yeah, was it, going over it, and they had to rebuild. Yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. Like it just, it just appeared like there was some massive rains or something like that too, and whatever, and it just you know just showed this uh, giant ravine popped up. So how, how big was it? Do you know? Oh, it looked it looked large. Like it would look like it would have killed you. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that big, but it looked like it was. I don't know, at least ten foot across, probably. And I don't know how far the fall would have been. I think I think they said a couple hundred feet, didn't they? So yeah. if if so if that's going to happen, then that means Yellowstone is definitely going to explode. Because if that big of an earthquake happened, unless that's... they release the temperature by, because I was reading a thing that they have this idea where they, because there is geothermal power right now. Yeah. Yeah, and that they use to get power from volcanoes. No, that's a nice. We talked about this. Yeah, that's a nice but thing. there is a way they can do it with the super volcano. That would reduce the temperature, um, and therefore hopefully keep it from exploding theoretically. But, but of course, pro- this is like a this is NASA that does talk about this more extreme than any other geothermal but, system in the, at the moment. I was reading on that too, but the problem with that is if they don't do it right, it could cause an it could eruption. cause an eruption. Yeah, no, that's what we were talking yeah. about last time. So yeah, but here's the thing: is is there a way to prevent the the plate tectonics from moving? Oh no. <laughs> I don't I mean like we there need... probably is a way but it would require okay, extremely so Chris, advanced technology I have figured out our next business adventure have. that is going to be it because if we can solve that part of the science you know how rich we're going to be I mean I you would have to like stop the earth that's okay we that. can figure this out I mean because the plate tectonics has to do with like the magma and the or the mantle and the rotation of the well, earth. Well, I was thinking if we get some expanding foam and like just squirt it down there, and that way when it moves, it's like 
softer contraction. Yeah. I've used that <laughs> stuff before. I think that works. But I, I am reading an article about it. It says that that uh, that gap is miles long and fifty feet wide. Yeah, only fifty feet though. Well, fifty wide. feet wide. Why? Like, that's how. I mean, like for it to happen, like over almost that, like that piece. Okay, because so that, the that washout happened overnight. Then? Happened yeah. basically overnight. Oh shit. And uh, and that and that was yeah, like it goes through it goes through like Ethiopia, and I can I can show you the map. Fifty miles wide, fifty feet wide, oh, miles okay. long. Okay, fifty feet. So I mean, you're talking. That's not enough to really separate a continent, though. No, but it will it, be. It's those it's are the still... that's the pieces right there. That's what's going to be separating. Okay. Yeah, so like, it's going to be like separating Ethiopia and of, some of those other countries. It's just it's like it's this hard is to imagine one of this. many things that are going to happen over millions of years. Yeah, like they're they're not saying this is gonna happen. Dude, like Ethiopia's gonna be like a nice. This could be a tropical island to go yeah, to. Yeah, eventually. eventually we'll be wanting to go there. It'll be like Madagascar. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what happened to Madagascar too. So how does this work on a flat Earth? Well, yeah, what's wrong with you? Mean how? I think plate tectonics work on a flat Earth. idea. Do they? Where, right, how Chris? do they expand to the outer so, rim? Yeah, like yeah. No, I'm asking you guys. <laughs> I like, think they just kind of move what, around like they're like puzzle pieces. What, what happens when they hit you know? the ice wall? <laughs> That's what well, I'm wondering. Then they then that that sends them back because that'd be like two tectonic oh, plates like smashing each other. So it's either gonna make it's either gonna make a mountain or maybe it'll just send it back and and, and it'll head back. Chris, it's like it's like bumpers on a bounces off. It's like bumpers on a bowling like, alley. Mm. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, I'm not a scientist, but I think that's probably right. All right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what's funny though. If you look at a map, um, Antarctica does go across all the way to the bottom, which I think is pretty funny. It extends the whole. Well, it's warping because you're mapping. A, I know, but it extends the whole a world. Sphere. So around the whole bottom of the flat surface, but the whole bottom of the sphere is ice, Chris. So technically, there could be a wall of ice around the entire bottom of the world. Also, That's well, true. the current flat Earth theory owes a lot to the United Nations logo. Which I think that centers technically a lot of conspiracies. Not, not, not true. The flat Earth theory came up before the the United Earth. Uh, the United no, States yeah, the flat Earth theory has been around since like. No, what I'm saying is that map thought. came out before NATO did. NATO chose that map. It was a flat Earth theory Nations, map. You mean. Yeah, sorry, yes, United Nations chose that map. Right, that's what I'm saying. It centers in a lot of flat Earth theory conspiracies. Mm-hmm. They're like, see, look. This means that there. That's a little hint. Do that if you're smart enough. If you're woke. Well, Jesse posted a meme today, but the problem is the meme had a Whoa. square Earth. The Earth isn't square; it's still circle. It's just flat. Yeah. yeah well, that's yeah, that's the problem. Well, but sometimes you know NASA. Weak sometimes science. NASA puts out information that's a little different than what I think. But at least NASA, uh, you know, basically said that the Earth is flat. They just had the wrong shape on it, but eventually they'll figure that out too. Somebody was saying Earth was more like a. Wait, pirate. I thought the theory, the conspiracy was that they know everything and they're hiding it for profit. Well, that's what, but they're still, they're you know, still, they, they finally admitted theories. that the Earth is flat, but they're not admitting that it's actually more of a circular shape yet. Uh-oh. But that's going to come out later. I heard they don't want to admit about the turtle. <laughs> I heard that Earth is more like pear shaped. Supposedly because of the dent, because of the water and how much uh, how much thing weighs, right? I don't think it's it's, it, it's it, indistinguishably pear shaped. Like yes, they just mean that it's sure it's still a sphere, but it's not a perfect. sphere. It's not a perfect sphere because of the water and the weight, right? Like yeah, the, the, so it's we a little misshapen. Sphere. We don't have pictures of that to prove that. Uh, you know, there, there are. Tell with the well, I've seen I've seen some that try to that try to accentuate. Um, I don't know. They give it more of like a little pear-shaped butt, but it's probably wearing a corset. Yeah, no, that's not that's not how it is. But it may, yeah, I <laughs> but mean, I think, does... I think the pear shape was overstated. It's just 
They're just saying, yeah, that it's not a perfect sphere. Because if it could be a pear-shaped, it could be flat-shaped. True. Why don't? Here's my question. Why is, a pear, though? That's what I, I like. If, if we're going to... Why not make it shaped like a banana? Why? <laughs> it, it, um, here's my awesome. question. If uh, that, that would be nice. It'd be like a long peninsula. <laughs> um, I'm just saying, if the, if the Earth is a sphere, why is there water in the Northern Hemisphere? Why wouldn't, all go, why wouldn't it all fall to the Southern Hemisphere? That is true. Because yeah, gravity I mean, pulls things down. Isn't this obvious? Like I mean, I think that's part yeah. of it. God yeah. damn it, Jesse! You're not the supposed to be supporting you, the flat Earth theory. The southern hemisphere should be all water. And the it should be all water, and then and then the the land should rise to the top. Yeah, which would be obvious. Yeah. Um, if you were a scientist, if it was a sphere, if yeah. it was a sphere, right? Yeah, you're right. And then it should be sitting basically on top of the water. And, and well, you can and look, you can prove this. Anyone can prove this. Go out into your backyard to or your neighbors. Whoever has a pool, go to a pool. Pick up a clunk of rock, of earth. Throw it into the pool and watch it float. Actually, it won't float. <laughs> <laughs> but still, but still, I think the theory still holds because there's so much water. The problem is there's just not enough water in the in the. Uh, and okay. plus, the land the land masses are large, so it's just spread out so much that of course the water can hold it at that point. I got a question. So how come? <laughs> How come we're not in one giant whirlpool because the Earth is spinning so fast? Wouldn't that just make the water go around in circles, kind of like a down? You know, an- another question. It kind of kind of goes off the same thing you're talking about. When when a space shuttle supposedly got off the Earth, why wasn't the Earth moving so fast away from it that the space shuttle could never get back to it? Like because the galaxy is flying at so many thousand, like eighteen thousand miles per hour or whatever. How did the how did the space shuttle supposedly get back to Earth? You see what I'm saying, Chris? Because it's we've all, never been to space. It's already moving at that speed when it left. We've never been to space, so Chris. It's, but oh, then it's, it stops. It's not actually. So what's happening is, is it's not actually we, like if you took the objective movement of the spaceship, it wouldn't be um, moving away or in that direction. It would actually be moving in the same direction as Earth, just more slowly than Earth. Can you just admit that we haven't been to space? And then here's here's that was a great analogy. Uh, there are some, was There's some, some dude, we're convincing people. What was the other thing you said right, right before that? Uh, what do you mean? What he said? He because he made the point of uh, what, what was the point that you made? Earth is spinning like a top. Oh like yeah, it's spinning okay. So fast. So when you're the in a water train, water's not spinning with it. When you're in a train, how come you don't feel like push back against your seat the whole time? You do. You do. Or on a plane? You do. No, you, you do. Don't. You don't feel the power. I feel the power. I feel the power. I don't. I can get up and walk around. That's because you know, when everything gets real, when, you're, when you're all the way, yeah, when my you're all hair the way isn't the, blowing back. When it's th- when you're up thirty thousand feet and everything, and the, and the you know the wind is not okay. But as crazy. let's go back to the train. Just stay on the train. Okay. How come my hair is not flying back as I'm going because, 100 miles? Because an hour? the windows are up. <laughs> no, no, but there's no windows on Earth, Chris. Right? No, it's called the atmosphere. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Everything on—it's not gravity. The Earth is moving, but if you put with if, if you put hair on top of the train while you're moving, the hair is going to be blowing all so around. So I'm, I'm moving at three thousand miles per hour right now. Yeah, probably. That'd more be than sweet. That. I don't know. You are. Yeah, how fast is the Earth moving? Do we know? Um, how fast does it spin? I think it's, it's like I think fucking in about twenty-four hours. It makes a complete circle, revolving at nine hundred miles an hour. Do 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 do. You remember from a song? Yes. You want to trust that? That's fucking awesome. It's a Monty Python song. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, oh, then I guess, I guess it's true. Then. We're not going to trust Monty Python. Are you Googling it? Yeah. 
All right, because I don't really know. And you and me and all the stars that you can see are moving at a million miles a day. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because I, I am One, curious. 1,000 miles per hour. So. Ouch. That's Must cr- have changed it back from the, since the 70s. That's crazy fast. Suppose this is just theoretical. It's very likely we're not moving at all. I don't feel like I'm moving. Wouldn't I notice if I were moving? I would think so. And why, Chris, why, when I'm flying in a plane, how come the Earth looks flat? It does. I sent you pictures, Chris. You can't see curvature. Well, you're not far enough up, yeah. I was at 30,000 feet. Not enough. Secondly, I, he almost, I see The curvature. sun's not very much higher than that. Yeah, and how come I'm, I'm, lo- <laughs> how come I'm eye level with the sun, Chris? You're not. <laughs> That's because that's because it, this is because Chris, the sun is the light in the sky that God put there, just so I wouldn't be in the dark and alone. That's that's telling me He is with me currently okay. and always. Good to know. I'm not sure if I've heard that theory. You ever heard the theories where all the stars are just lights in the sky? In the, in the sky. I heard that online, King. Yeah. Is I, it? <laughs> I don't remember. It was that one guy that Joe Rogan gets pissed off at. It's like Eric, somebody. <clears throat> and they, hmm. that's where they bring the paleontologist on because he's argue, he argues against dinosaurs being real. Yeah, I, did. And the paleonto- I saw that the other day. And the paleontologist comes on, is like, "Fuck that guy! Stop yep. it!" Right yeah, here. Yeah, I did because he's kind of a he's kind of a bigger guy, right? Oh, dude, I was laughing. I, it was I, really. I watched good. that just within the last week. Yeah, um, he's, like, he's like, "Fuck it! Stop right here!" <laughs> yep. And good. I think it was actually the same day that you mentioned it to me because we talked about it in the chat like a week. ago We or did. It, it was great. I dude. was watching it that day. That that was a great episode. He's like, "This is why we have dinosaurs, dick." <laughs> But and that's the problem with YouTube is that people can go make these claims. Like we joke about it, but people do make these claims, and then all of a sudden you start believing them. Um, like that one black guy sent you, Chris, that video. That guy's hilarious. He's pretty funny about the Earth. The Earth is flat, motherfuckers. Yeah. Proof right here. But uh, I think he's more. Oh, I used yeah. You sent it to me too. And that was just a joke, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was just a joke. It but was it was funny. I guess it's funny. But I think the Earth is flat. I mean, I mean, there's no that you can't prove it that it's not otherwise. You can. You can't have. even see a full picture of the Earth ever. There's not even a full picture. There's anywhere. not a full picture a because we've never been to space. I know. There are a bunch of them. And when they shot the a moon rocket, landings were fake. Jesse, and when they shot a rocket straight <laughs> up, look, it stopped immediately. Yeah. Because because it hit a, hit a, hit a dome. Yeah. No, I think I think it definitely did. And you don't want to break that because isn't there water up there? I, I, I want to hear from this. Does, that looks flat. Yeah, the Earth definitely looks flat. This flat picture. Earther guy who who was going to prove that the Earth was flat, and he took off in a, his own hand, homemade rocket. How come we haven't heard Jesse? his results? He did. He went up in the air. That looks yeah, flat. Yeah, but he never. He didn't yeah, say, flat. "Oh, the Earth is flat." He, he just said he did it. Chris, he's still recovering. He's still yeah. Let the guy recover first, Chris. I mean, it's only been a couple weeks. It's been like months now. No, has it? I think. I don't think so. He just took off like a couple weeks ago. The guy that took the guy that built his own rocket. Yeah. Yeah, the weirdo guy. That uh, wasn't that long ago. No, the the original story was months ago. Oh yeah. Because they wouldn't let him do it. They wouldn't. They were like, nope, you can't go up in the air. They weren't even. They weren't allowing him to do it. And then eventually he finally just did it. I think, and he got hurt. But I mean, it worked. So the guy. I mean, even he though only, he's he a only flat went up like a thousand guy, feet though. Okay, one month. Yeah, even, okay. even though he's March a flat earther, that's still pretty good. Was when this how far, story came does, out. does it say how far up he went? It was like a thousand feet. One thousand eight hundred and seventy-five feet. Yeah, it's like a, that's pretty far. Yeah. Fuck. Oh, that's definitely far enough to get yourself did, killed. Did he have a, a Did he have a parachute? I 
think there are two parachutes. Actually, I think so, but because I think the first one it broke or something. Yeah, didn't he smash the like the one? front of his uh, rig all up, and then you know you got he had some major yeah. injuries. I can't remember yeah. what they were. Landed in the Mojave Desert. Isn't that where he took off at? Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Which is also surprisingly where he took off at. I don't know. I don't know where he took off. But he probably but, in his backyard. Was but like the, the reason, astronaut farmer. The reason he stopped was because he hit a dome. Yeah, no, I think that definitely <laughs> makes would, sense. He would have gone farther. It was a steam-powered <laughs> rocket too. That's another thing. Isn't that crazy? Was it really? Yeah, that's impressive. Actually, that true? <laughs> fuck, hmm. we haven't used steam since fucking I the know. Civil War. <laughs> that's that's insane, man. Um, to go a thousand feet up. I mean. 2000 basically but if you think if you think about it like standing on the eiffel tower i mean not the eiffel tower well guess you could stand up that tower that's pretty fucking far up too but what's the tallest building we've ever built the burj khalifa and that's in that's in non-suspended uh, or suspended i mean what non-suspended uh-huh. or suspended because because like you can, build a, you can build a you can build a much larger building if it is suspended uh then you can if it's just just uh, erected Suspe- okay, Chris. Hold on. I'm so confused let, by that. I don't know this Sorry. term. I don't let know me, the term. Let, Explain the term. Let me. No, just let me. Let Is me there like Google what's that, suspending so. the the? I don't. Like you mean like we tied it to the moon? <laughs> you wait. Obviously. You wait. You laugh it up, you fuckers, and then you guys are gonna be like, "Whoa, Jesse just, knew something we didn't." No, you obviously do know, but you're refusing to tell us. You're you're just like we say we don't know what you're talking about, and you and then you look at us like we're. It's like pulling a, your leg or are you something. About, are you talking about like a suspension bridge, like across a canyon? You guys just keep going, just, and I'll I, show you what the, I. The tallest building I know of is the Burj Khalifa, and that's in, um, in Abu Dhabi or something. I, no, I thought the tallest one was over in uh, um, Dubai. Know, uh, yeah, Dubai. That's, a, that's okay. It. Cool. Yeah, one, one of those. <laughs> but how tall is that? Like, is that is cities. that six hundred feet or something? I don't know how tall it is. I can't remember, but it's crazy tall. It's actually, I think you can see the curvature from the top of it. There's no way. Well, but they all use those fish. I couldn't even see it from a plane. 30,000 feet. Maybe there is a building at 30,000 feet. Wouldn't that be funny, though? You go out the office door and you die of lack of oxygen because Mount Everest is like 29,000 feet. I don't know about that. I, I can't find what seen, I'm looking for yet. But give have me you a seen second. have you seen this the the South Park episode where they try to build um, a staircase to heaven to talk to talk to God, and the kids are like building a staircase to heaven, and they get it so far up. No, it's it's that's what it reminds I gotta, me. Eventually, I mean, we're going to be able to get pretty high up as far as building too. And that's something, Chris. That's what makes that's why you know the Earth is flat. How come we haven't built a building so high, huh, Chris? We could just build a big ass pyramid. We could just make it as big as the United States and just build super high. If it was flat. No, I'm saying like we, we could we could support 10, it. Ten thousand five hundred meters is the apparently the height you need to get to see the curvature. Um, a plane flies at nine thousand meters, and the Burj Khalifa is like nine hundred meters. 900 meters, that's pretty fucking high. Yeah. Just three feet per meter. It's 1,800 feet. Yeah. They can build a building 1,800 feet in the air. Well, that... There's yeah. three feet per meter, right? That, that's right, isn't it? Yeah. Like, 39 inches-ish. So that's Holy how high shit. that guy flew his rocket. Was his, or, sorry, it's 829 meters. So was, Still, that's fucking tall. I didn't know. I didn't realize you can get a building that tall. 
Think about the wind on top of that building. Can you can you go outside on top? Yeah, yeah. There's videos. There's like daredevil video things where people like climb up to. There's like a little. It's like a ladder you take to the top of this like spike thing antenna thing. I would do that. I bet you would. I would not because yeah, I, fuck I, that. I knew I would fall. i would slip like like clumsily like not because like i'm so scared i like lose bodily control it's just i'm a clumsy dude and i know i'd fall damn dude i wouldn't trust my arms to be able to hold on properly 2717 the burj khalifa you're right right on right on it around the money if you just look at the picture with all the other buildings surrounding it that's insane Yeah, it looks pretty sweet. What, what, what? So tell us about this. What? No, stuff. no, I want to. I will. I, I can't find it on my phone right now. I will send it to you. What do you put? I'll send it to you tomorrow. What do you put inside of two thousand feet worth of building? <laughs> like, I don't know. Is, <laughs> that's a lot of rooms. It's like a, the whole city could fit in there. I think you put like rooms in it and stuff, floors. Isn't that a Mission Impossible? Like the one of the ones that like one of the newer ones doesn't he like jump a car? Everything I keep getting for suspended building, everything I keep getting because I, I'm I'm messing up the term is the problem. From suspended from an asteroid is that what you're talking about? No, that's that's what I keep getting. That's all. <laughs> I did hear about this asteroid. <laughs> that's idea. all I keep showing. It's very about the crazy. Year. They say bring an asteroid and put it into orbit around the Earth, and then connect a building to it that hangs all the way down to just above the surface of the earth and then it would fly around the earth this building so like you could get onto it in new york and then it would go like across south america all the way around and then come back to new york the next morning um isn't that's just ridiculous how the fuck do you even get up there you you, well you what do you mean oh you would yeah you would take like a little shuttle thing do we have the technology to get up there pretty easily it doesn't seem like we would. You could probably do it with like a helicopter or something. They probably have like a little helicopter landing pad on the bottom floor. Oh, you mean like it would extend into the Earth's atmosphere? Yeah, like to to like just above the skyline of New oh, York City. Oh, okay, okay. You know, and then, but yeah, I would have to get like. But how fast would that be going? Incredibly fast. <laughs> well, it would be going incredibly fast, but not. I don't think. Well, no, it'd still be going incredibly fast, like hundreds of miles an hour. Hmm. That, that sounds pretty cool. It's just a conceptual thing. Like, but how do you keep like the cost it? to build this thing would be like, you know, we could go to Mars like five hundred times. Well, how would thing. you keep it out of the way of satellites? Well, out of satellites would be easy because but you got one long stick constantly moving. No, the around. hardest part would be would the hardest planes. part would be planes. Yeah, yeah. flight plans. <laughs> Maybe like a slide. And, and well, water. and also think about it. <laughs> I mean, you're, you'd you'd get your room on one of these if you're like one of the middle floors, and you're gonna have like you know albatrosses running into your window and stuff. Oh you're what? Like look, an albatross. It's a big seagull kind of thing. I bird. Didn't... Oh you okay. You've never heard of an albatross? I have Ow. not. It's like the biggest bird there is that can fly. Well, learn something new today. Well, you never you never heard the saying with an albatross like uh, no. an albatross around your neck. Mm. Never heard of it. Monica has. Monica. No, well, if it was about like the mob, she would have definitely heard of it. Hey, Jesse, have you heard of this thing at Albatross? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, and it's a it's a quote also in Serenity. 
Oh, okay. That's why now. Which I don't you know. said you've seen Serenity. Not, I dude, but it's been fuck, man. Just my freshman. But I, mean, I knew it before then because I've I've seen it in other movies ago. or things like that. Like I don't know. But how do you get how do you get an asteroid in orbit around a flat Earth? I just don't get that. Well, that's the thing that would cost in the. <laughs> Aside from, well, building it would cost a lot of money too, but yeah, you'd have to go catch an asteroid and then put rockets on it to push it into Earth's atmosphere, all or, or into Earth's orbit, but but and also cross your fingers that you don't accidentally slam it into Earth. And but you have to get it, you'd have to get the math right to get it fast enough to catch it and to get it into orbit. Right. Yeah. At the light. At the right. Yeah. Legs. No, it's. It would be. Is there a word for um, escape velocity as as far as entering Earth's atmosphere into orbit? Uh, it seems like in- entrance velocity. Is there is, is there something no, like that? There probably is, but I don't know. My my question would be: is instead of doing that, why don't we build something and then try to launch it into Earth's orbit that's really large that can that you could build this onto? <laughs> Actually, seems way better of an idea. <laughs> I mean, I get the I get how the novelty he, of like is, oh, it's how on far an is asteroid, asteroid guys. Is the asteroid well, further than Mars, isn't it? Well, there might be something Outside to the Mars, effect right? that you need something of that mass to hold up the building. But I don't know if that's true. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, is, I don't know why we don't just so build it. Before we get hit by an asteroid, can't we deter it to put it into orbit and then just build it off of it once it's here? This almost killed us, but now we built our, our largest <laughs> yeah, hotel yeah. on it. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe that would be... Visit the, to visit the asteroid that almost killed all the humanity people. That's, God damn, we're going to be rich. <laughs> that would be... That sounds like something pe- humans would do. <laughs> I, think it, I think it would be. I, <laughs> Check out our 10th World Wonder. <laughs> Today. It really does. You know, that's why I love that South Park episode where they're canceling Earth. Have you seen that? So, uh, pretty much aliens, they took all the different races across the across the galaxy and they put them everybody on Earth. And they made us a TV show. Well, we we started becoming more harmony, uh, um, uh, peaceful. So they got they got really bored with us, and so like they're gonna cancel Earth and and like crap and all them like oh we can be more evil to each other. And they, then they started a war and shit. It's pretty good, but but they would but they laugh at humans because we do stupid shit like that. So that would be pretty funny though if yeah. if, if an alien race came in and all of a sudden you see that building hanging off of an asteroid. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that fuck with the moon too? Yeah, well, it depends on how like big it, the asteroid was, but it'd be, I wouldn't think so. Probably not. If it was moon size, it'd be pretty huge, wouldn't it? Well, because it's gonna be much closer yeah, to the Earth than the moon. So if it was moon size, that'd be that's more than just your typical world ender. That's you know, like a that's like a turn the entire surface of the Earth into molten lava. I'm more I'm, impact. I'm jealous though. I'm like when I see all these uh <clears throat> like when the moon first started and stuff how close it would be, that'd be sweet. To see like it up close or planet up close, like you could see out your doorstep every day. Like in some of these movies you watch and you could see other planets yeah. and suns. I'm always jealous. Yeah, you of mean that. like when those the two planets smashed into each other, you wish you would have seen that? No, I'm talking about being able to walk out Earth and the Moon? No, I'm just talking about walking out your door and seeing other planets. Like you could just see in like in like the like, like if, or Tantooine, if we lived on Tantooine, Io, you could see different suns. And you could see Saturn up in the sky. Yeah, that'd be sweet. You could just see at your doorstep. You know, for example, that there's another planet right there. Right now, we know, but we don't know. Like you can't see with your naked eye. You could see with the telescope, but then again, you can see the moon. Yeah, to an extent, it's like another planet. 
Except it's not. It's not that close though. <laughs> the moon, the moon's like three hundred forty thousand miles away. Yeah, well, everything's gonna be that far away. Yeah. Well, I'm talking about closer than that because in some of these movies you watch, like you can yeah, see that would cause some crazy gravity stuff. I mean, think of how much effect the moon has on our tides right now. And that's a question though. If the moon were closer, like bigger, like how would that affect the tides? I don't remember. I know I've looked this up before, but would it have a I reverse would, effect or uh, no, I think it'd larger, be a, more I think it'd be a worse exaggerated, effect. larger tides? Yeah, that'd be but cool. I also did know. I do know that there's. The Earth goes through periods of um, tidal um, resonance or something. So, like, um, depending on how much water is in the oceans, like correlating with ice caps and that kind of stuff, um, the Earth is currently, the oceans are the correct, the basins of the oceans and everything are sized the correct way that they resonate. Um, particularly well with the moon's gravity so that get we're we're actually in a period of extremely high tidal activity for the earth and there's periods like when there's a supercontinent pangea like there's basically no tides because it's the the ocean is all is so big it it doesn't have the right shape for tides to really have a big impact for some reason so what what happens with no tides then it means no waves or um, no, I don't think it means no waves. It just, it's, but, but the waves are, yeah, not like our waves. It's like leg waves on Lake Michigan or that would, something. That would suck. That would make me really sad. I don't see how the tide affects anybody's mood, <laughs> including yours. You mean, I don't, I mean. Yeah, he'd be sad that we don't You're have saying he'd be, he'd be sad, but I don't know. Oh, I, I just think it's, I mean, some of these 70 foot waves that you get to see, they have 70 foot waves off of I, I could be wrong about the waves, but yeah, I do know people that. die? Well, no, 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 that's no. That's the current theory that's also. out, out by, uh, there's these people that, I mean, they, they're, they happen daily, but they're out by uh, a certain island by Hawaii, I think. And you, yeah. what they do is these guys take jet skis and they surf these fucking huge waves. It's pretty intense. Um, uh. So they'll the jet ski will take the the surfer and drop him off in front of the wave and you know, and it's pretty crazy. They don't have to paddle or anything, but they just drop him off. Have you mm. seen these waves? No. Before I'm pulling it. I don't think so. I don't think I have. But I'm not sure how cool it actually sounds though. And I'm not sure. You mean in terms of you wanting to do it or seeing it? So I mean, I've seen some big waves. I've seen the movie Interstellar. There's some really big waves in that. That's a huge wave. Way bigger. Way bigger than this 70-foot wave. But that's a tidal wave. That's... Yeah. Which is way cooler. I think... What they say from, like, base on those. Those are 50, 45 feet. Yeah, that looks about, like, 50 feet. I mean, how small the people but are. See, these people are just, like, rolling up on compared them. Compared to it. Well, it looks beautiful. I've never been surfing, even though I'm from California. The the one I'm talking about is like they pull jet skis. It's off a certain island in Hawaii, I do believe. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know, but uh, um. Oh, this is Jaws. Jaws is like a big area in Hawaii. Look at that wave, dude. Looks pretty sweet. Looks beautiful. It also looks like hell if you get caught in that. Yeah, it's it's really 
Not a lot of fun to get smashed down by a wave. Oh, here it is. No, especially when it throws you into the ocean floor. This yeah. was this was a ninety foot wave this guy served. Looks like he's gonna serve it right all the way into that cliff and die. Which would be awesome. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, isn't see this is what they do, they pull him up on like a, a line. I mean, that's insane, dude. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't do it. <laughs> I mean, look, look, he looks like a little eventually, Yeah, it looks fine right now. Like, that's all cool. But that's eventually going to come down upon you. Yeah. And then what? Yeah, here it comes. <laughs> he's yeah. trying to outrun it, but he's not going Dad, to. Yeah. Like, you didn't make it, buddy. Oh, oh actually. No, he did. Didn't okay, maybe it. he did make it. No, he's not going to make it. He can't make it forever. Bullshit. Oh, my gosh. He made it. And then a shark eats him. <laughs> He's like, I fucking made it. Dead. Look at that wave. Yeah, that's beautiful. Reminds me of Interstellar. Yeah, no, and that, I mean, these happen. Uh, I can't remember how how often they happen, but they're out by a, a specific island. But look at that wave behind it. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. And I think that has to do with uh, what you guys are talking about, like plate tectonics or something like that, like movement or or some some shit like that. I don't know, but it's that's pretty intense. Is this like a monster movie, or is that a real is that a real wave? Um, I think that's actually the movie, the wave, like that that oh. the wave that actually hit the town that wiped yeah, out that yeah. entire town. That 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 was a true story. That's actually a great fucking movie too. I haven't seen it. Uh, it's actually, a, I take that back. You've seen it I think it I have seen it. It's in Norwegian. I think yeah, I have it's seen a diff- it. It's in a different language, but it's really good. Monica was really um, apprehensive about watching it, but once we watched it, she's like, oh, that was a great movie. I'm like, yeah, I know. Um, I really enjoyed it. But yeah, look at that shit, dude. That is crazy. You know they made a movie about the tidal wave that hit the... Um, Japanese? No, the, the Polynesian, like Indonesia and stuff. Remember that from several years ago? They made a movie about it, and the main character was like Nicole Kidman. And really, yeah, That's so weird. <laughs> why would no? Why would Nicole Kidman be a main character? Was she like a well, rescue helper is, or something? Well, the thing is, I think it was actually a true story, so it's not like okay. But... That right there is beautiful. Yeah. No, it looks beautiful. Don't you think waves are weird on how they form and shit? You tell me. I do. I think it's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's so perfect. No, it looks cool. I mean, there's so many things that are perfect about our world. It's hard to imagine shit working other places. You know what I mean? And that to me is just kind of mind-boggling. Yeah, I bet Titan's got some killer waves. Oh, dude, I bet that'd be sweet. <laughs> Too bad they're under rich ice. People just going there to surf. Well, it's all ice planets. So. Just need to heat it up. That's why Chris. Global is, warming. That's why Chris is liking. But you Chris, just, you just send a couple nuclear Chris, missiles there. But here, what Chris doesn't know is what happening. What's happening underneath the waves? True. <laughs> there could be there could be a a civilization underneath the ice <clears throat> on Titan. You never know until you know. They they might still be in like the Middle Ages, but yeah, I don't think so. I, I don't know how you get it. I don't know how you get it up after this. You don't think so? About I don't the think way? there's people there underneath the ice living. Oh, what? No, no, they're not people. Obviously, they're Titans. <laughs> medieval titans yeah. oh okay yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean sure 
<laughs> Whatever you say, man. That's ridiculous. Uh, okay. You're, you're posting about ancient civilizations on Earth during dinosaur times. And you're going to give me crap about I didn't say they were human. I didn't say they were human. I didn't say they were human either. I'm just saying it's possible. I didn't say the Titans Because, I, mean, I mean, if you just think about it, I think it's very possible. So is Titan, medieval Titans. Well, we should probably wrap this in, but before... I think we could... That would be a good TV show, medieval Titans. That would be cool. I would agree with that. But before Sounds we, cool. Before we go, I think we should all uh, say goodbye to uh, one of our favorite characters, Ash, from The Evil Dead. He is no longer mm. going to be with us. Kind of want to pour one out to our homie. So is this a spoiler? It's already out. It's already out. They've already released it. Well, I mean, but what I mean is his announcement that he's not doing anymore a spoiler because I haven't seen all of Ash versus Evil Dead. I don't think you have to. Well, but they did. They uh, did wrap up. They went into the third season, I guess, knowing that it was very possible it was going to get canceled. So supposedly, see, the third that. season does wrap up the series. I haven't seen okay. any. I haven't seen any of them actually because it's on Stars. I don't have Stars. I, I've just seen the first it's on season. Netflix. The first few, the first few episodes oh, are really good. The last well, few episodes at are least, really good. I mean, it's is the first be season delayed. It is on Netflix. The at least the first season. Oh is. no, I think you're right because I think Shit. the second season is too. Well, I'm gonna watch it now. I didn't didn't realize it was on Netflix. Yeah, but, but yeah, no, I uh, did they do that so they didn't have to make a feature film with them? No, they were the numbers were dropping on it and stuff. No, I meant like did they do that? So did they do the episode so we didn't have to make a feature a feature film? Well, I think it hit big again after. The first one? Well, that one was really good, actually. Yeah, that new one? It was good. Oh, yeah. See, I didn't know that it was getting canceled, so I thought like he was like retiring. I'm like, well, why is he retiring if he's got a show? So, okay, that makes more sense. That doesn't mean they couldn't have ever made a movie with him again, though, but he did say, right. no, he no, did no, say no, the yeah. Ash character is done. Well, well, it makes sense. It's getting canceled, and so it's like a time. It's an opportunity for him to be like... I read an, I read an article saying that Bruce, that Bruce Campbell had to get into shape to play the character i'm like um he didn't need to get in that much shape well they make fun of that in the first episode where he puts yeah. on a corset <laughs> yeah like because they're, they're talking about how yeah and that's so it's kind of part of the show i don't see how people could bitch about that too much so i don't know man i just think that uh it's, it's a sad day in the neighborhood well on on, on on in a similar vein we have this new feature section of our show yeah where we we recommend movies shows or whatever on netflix so or anything really so as our guest today jesse you get to recommend something to watch the problem is i haven't checked netflix for a while doesn't have to be netflix Netflix, anything yeah it's just anything so you don't have to browse like netflix for hours or last time we recommended what black mirror black mirror um i recommended troy the the tv series that's pretty good oh the tv series the movie troy fuck no we specifically said how you hate the movie don't worry um well, only because the movie sucks though not because of any other reason no i get that but Helen we also, troy is better we Helen also Troy's recommended um tucker and dale versus evil yeah which and was you, great how many dude you guys need to spread this shit out if you're gonna no, do one I, well we, we but jesse there are a thousand things to recommend we recommend things we recommended one tv series and um what did i recommend i can't remember two what movies. i recommended now or two TV series and, and one movie. You do disrecommended something, Chris. I also disrecommended I said don't watch Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. Why would you have done that? Because it sucks. Yeah, but, but why would you have done that to begin with? Why would you think, oh, this is probably going to be good? 
<laughs> well, uh, I liked Cloverfield Lane. Me too. Oh. Cloverfield Lane. You didn't like that? Oh, oh Jesse. I liked it. Jesse's wrong on that. Okay, one. don't listen to Guys, Jesse's I wanna, recommendation. <laughs> I want to disrecommend Cloverfield not, Lane. I no. am not recommending Jesse's recommendation. So, just, <laughs> whatever it's going to be, based on Jesse, I think you already recommended a movie today. Yeah, I, I, Pandorum. Pandorum. Watch Pandorum. Pandorum. Watch, Watch Pandorum. Two thousand nine. By you know, with Ben Foster and Dennis Quaid, awesome space movie. Um, them trying to make it, them on a journey to make it to another planet. And there's a hot German girl on it too. What don't you recommend? A movie? Mm-hmm. Uh, or a TV show? That I like really dislike. Why well, don't watch that many TV shows? I'm trying to think of a movie that I really disliked lately. That people talk up. Oh yeah, you wouldn't like me saying that. Um, so I'm trying to think here of what I really dislike. Oh yeah, I would, I would probably, I'd probably really, I, I do really dislike uh, The Last Jedi. And I don't think that I'll watch, I'm going to be honest, I was thinking about it the other day when, it, when somebody was talking about it, I don't think I will watch the next Star Wars movie, because there's no point for me. Well, it's a different so, director though. I don't think it matters. I mean, what are they going to do with the story? I mean, I think it's... Well, they're going to change Ray's parents. They're going to. Yeah, that part's going to change, but I mean. So I was watching Force Awakens yesterday. Ray is saying in that one part with her parents, like when she's left on Jakku, she's like saying, oh, don't take, don't leave me. She's like, she's screaming, don't leave me. And then all of a sudden, Kylo Ren's like, oh, your parents were nobody. They died on Jakku. Well, obviously, they were leaving Jakku. So that shit doesn't make any sense anyhow. It doesn't make any sense. And people, anybody who would buy that is. Huh? It could still make sense. Like she's just misremembering it? No. Them leaving in that moment doesn't mean that they could never be near Jakku again. So they, just came, so if they, they came were, back and didn't say anything to her? Well, if they were selling her as a slave, would you go visit her and say, Hey, slave daughter, how's it going? That doesn't make sense, Chris. It makes perfect sense. Well, and then and then if you look in the I'm not saying that I think that's true because I do think Kyle Ryan was obviously trying to manipulate her, but... Yeah, I, I, so think, I think that's how they're going to play that, it. Like, I kind of like the idea that her parents are nobodies. I like that. That's a cool new direction. I don't like the idea that everybody has to be this significant descendant of someone else. So, but. obviously, we're going to talk about this definitely. In, where this is a whole episode where they're talking about. Right. But, um, but so, Jesse doesn't recommend The the Last Jedi, which I, you know, I want to watch it again just because I haven't seen it since the movie theater. I definitely need to watch it again. I feel like I need to rewatch it. It's been out on DVD for a while, Matt. How come you haven't bought it? I've been really hesitant. Yeah, I'm not gonna I lie. That's, that's the reason I, I, have, I, have, I haven't rented it either. Like I'm, I you know, because usually I'd, I'm, I'd at I'm least torn. get a movie like that to have the you know let the kids watch it and stuff. But on this, I'm just like, hmm. well, still though. But you gotta remember, you guys got me into Black Mirror, which I thought was fucking awesome. Um, then I, I watched seen Black Mirror. Then Monica got me into Troy, which was surprisingly pretty good. I and mean, it wasn't the best TV series I've ever seen, but it was. It was interesting. I think I've seen it. I it was in, it was interesting to point to, but here's the thing: is they don't kill Agamemnon and they don't kill anybody at all. And I know that does Agamemnon always die? No, but I know. I, say, I didn't think. But they, 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 they don't kill. They don't kill Menelaus either. I definitely know Menelaus dies. And Jax is that, is that a and Jax is they, that Achilles' boyfriend? No, no. Menelaus is uh, the ruler of the Hellenes from Sparta. Hmm. I know he dies, and I definitely hmm. know that Jax dies too. In the in the Iliad, and here's the thing: is what pisses me off about it is they don't they the way they kill Paris, like Paris kills himself. Or no, wait, no, Paris dies in his bedroom. But it's it's weird. You got to watch it. I don't give too much of the show away, but um, but it's 
the way they do some stuff, it kind of pissed me off. I was like, that's not how it fucking happened. And, and then some of the things they got right. Like, Monica thought the movie was right. The HBO, I'm like, Monica, the movie's not correct at all. And how things went. It's been but, too long since I read the Iliad, so I don't really remember. I just bought it again because I want to listen to it now because I just want to make sure I got my shit right. But, um, but no, definitely. So I recommend that. Well, I can tell you that Thor Ragnarok did not get Ragnarok right at all. Shut up, Chris. <laughs> I don't know what that People, means. No, no, no. The, the myth of Ragnarok is... Yeah, they didn't get the it's, Ragnarok. I it's mean, not based... It's just only yeah. based on the name, really. Is that a Norse thing? Yeah, it's yeah. Norse mythology. Okay. I was just joking because but you guys like, were you know, the complaining idea that Troy wasn't exactly like... Oh, that, right? okay, okay, okay. Was, gotcha. That makes more sense. But everyone loves Thor Ragnarok. No, there, well, I have, I I've talked Thor to people Ragnarok. who... I've talked to people who made that specific complaint that said... Well, but well, the thing is, stay true but to nothing it. about Thor and his character is is really that true, or the Asgard that's in the Marvel universe is really much. It, it's a lot. It's similar to Norse mythology. It's obviously based on it and derived from it, but they don't. They're not slaves to the Norse mythology. No, and I, yeah, and that's the thing that I think kind of gets a, you know gets away. Plus, I mean kind of changing it i I don't think that i I don't think that was a bad a big problem um no no i love the movie that was interesting i just saw it and so so thor ragnarok you recommend i i love thor who are you taking to go see the movie infinity wars well i thought i was taking you yeah i'm not i can't make it but i didn't know that was definitely i had to put a name oh cool i'm down and then only that person can go sweet now who who is giving us the tickets Cenotopia. Cenotopia. Oh, they, cool. He just had to put in his social security number, and they're going <laughs> to send his tickets right over. The, I'll get the, you know when you go to those. Birth, do you know when you go to those? Credit uh, card on file. What do you call them? Um, Timeshares. They like they put you through like the. Yeah. You get to, like sit through their presentation. Yeah, they do say there is a cool presentation before the show that we're going to love. So maybe that is a timeshare. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. Oh, that is, but it's funny. only 15 minutes worth of time. That's what they tell so. you in the beginning, too. Then they're like, oh, well, well you want a bottle of water? Like, right, yeah. You can't leave now. That's well, awesome that Chris got you stuck in this position. What time are we meeting? Um, oh, I don't know. but the So the it starts at 6.15. The movie starts at 6.30. Okay. So um, I feel like we probably need to be there for, for the presentation like, thing. I don't know. Yeah. Like, but um, so... And is it Cenotopia, which is kind of down over I know it's at, yeah. So you work down like on Nexus, so maybe I should meet you at your work and we could carpool from there or something? That's fine. I work wherever. Let's let's get the more details about meeting up hashed out right now on the podcast. Why not, dude? People people love this people shit. People listen to us. Well, we're going to, we're going to watch the <laughs> Affinity Wars and we will let you guys Sneak know how preview, it goes. Like hours before everyone else will. Well, that, that's a weird sneak preview, too. Yeah. Because, like, it comes out Thursday night, right? Yeah. It's like, it's a, like a five-hour sneak preview. Shouldn't we be watching it tomorrow? The nice thing is that we don't have to stay up till like, 11 o'clock. Yeah. Are you sure it. you have the right date? Are you sure it's not tomorrow? It's Thursday. It's the 27th. That's tomorrow. No. 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 I'm just joking. Anyhow. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess, I guess it is tomorrow. Oh, oh yeah. We're, oh, you're right. I tomorrow. am right. Fuck, it is tomorrow. Mm. Uh, we're late podcasters. But no, okay, cool. So we'll definitely, we'll report back on that next week then on Affinity Work. Because I'm yeah. trying to have some stuff to talk about. Yeah. On it. I still have to catch up with Black Panther. And I God guess damn. I'm told Homecoming is worth watching. So that Great. One. Yeah, I, lo- I loved Homecoming, actually. So those are the two I still haven't seen. Best Spider-Man movie I've seen. I, have you not seen Black Panther yet? 
I haven't seen Black Panther. I just haven't been you guys are not movies boxed. very often lately for some reason. Yeah, I haven't. Well, I, I went and saw oh, it just because I I wanted Elena's to. Elena's been busy, so then it's just like, am I gonna go by myself? No. Oh, I love I love going to movies by myself. It don't bother me. Well, I, I, it doesn't bother me. It's just like getting up and going to the movies. Now I wouldn't I, I wouldn't go to Peru in a jungle by myself and and trip on some drugs, but. <laughs> <laughs> what about with friends to each their own <laughs> yeah that's a little extreme like i'll go to a movie but i don't know like one of my ex-co-worker you know going on a cruise by themselves which is fucking weird yeah yeah unless you're trying to have sex with people on the cruise still weird sounds really weird to me that would suck yeah. wait, wait, great way to get crabs <laughs> Because I'm here, they have good seafood on the cruise. Oh, oh, good. Yeah, that's Perhaps good. That's like one of those. Oh, oh, that's, genius. that's a Monty Python joke right there. <laughs> no, it's not. That's on the level of Monty Python no, jokes. No, Monty Python's way better than that. Cantaloupe. Don't don't demean Monty Python like that. <laughs> All right, guys, ladies and gentlemen, we shall catch you next week. Ciao. All right, bye bye. Peace. No, not that button.